With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The world famous. Come on, uncut, nigga, Jack. You know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? Reminds me of that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar, Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. It is the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast, coast to coast. And border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, and uh, JiggyJaguar.us. And uh, let's see, we are on Ustream today. We are also on Radio Xenu. In fact, hold on just a second. Or as my good friend IQ Alrizoli says, hold. Uh, full stop. Uh... <laughs> Usually that's when he's when he's bagging on uh, Obama and everybody else, but uh, it is uh, <laughs> it's a hell of a day today. Uh, KFRK in Denver, of course, our good friends at K Rocks Radio ninety two three FM and AM sixteen seventy in Casper, Wyoming, and uh, as I said last week, eight ten AM and eighty seven nine FM in Macon, Georgia. Jamaican, Georgia. Jamaican me, Georgia? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you Jamaican me, Georgia. Um, and okay, uh, we've got, uh, as you can see, Mr. John Mosier, the big star, star stage and screen. Hi, Mom. And, of course, sitting in the Derek Scaife chair yeah. is Michael Game. Whoa, whoa, you did the introduction <laughs> wrong. The illustrious Mike Michael Game. Game. Gosh, do we have to write this down for you, Jiggy? Now, of course, keep in mind, Mike Game at one point. And I don't know, Israel might have stolen the title from you, I don't know. Uh, back when I was Wichita's leaning black intellectual. That's right. <laughs> You're not Wichita's leading black intellectual? No. After those Neither face after I, those so. Facebook videos last night, are you going? You know, you, I'm gonna cut you, knuckle. Uh, you probably don't are not. Well, Jiggy, you know why? Black intellectual. Want to tell you why I'm not with Charles Lee Black Intellectual anymore? Because I'm not black on my game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it goes, and that's where it starts. <laughs> It's fantastic. And uh, Radio Xenu officially now uh, with us. And uh, today, we have got, uh, at one point, we're going to have the Rapper 101 join us in studio. That's my guy. And yeah, like it, last week, he was supposed to be here, yes, the young man. Yes. yes. And apparently he is bringing with him, according to all reports, 
a gentleman by the name of TZ. TZ is also my boy. <laughs> so. so if you guys are listening, you guys are hearing Mike Game actually say that he likes Wichita rappers, which I typically hate them. You typically hate them. You hate, hate all of them. Including, of them. including who was the guy last night? Rough and Ready... Four four by four. What was his name? Uh, he looked like <clears throat> John. He looked like four by four from the old No Limit in WCW. I, I don't know what guy we're talking about. It was back in the. Well, no, not that. I mean, the guy stuff. he's talking about oh, okay. that, that from last night. I don't know who you're talking about. He had the Texas jersey on. Oh no, he doesn't like me. That's a difference. I don't. I didn't mean. Shot Shot Hutchins was like, you gotta get his name right. She was all getting all pissed. Well, somebody told me his name wrong. That's not my fault. Well, that's the thing. So, uh, and uh, let's see. What else today? We have studio guests. We'll get to them here in just a second. Uh, we're also going to talk to... Oh, we have a doctor we have to talk to at the top of the hour. Hold on. Here. Is it a medical doctor? It is It is Dr. Paul. I have to find his, his gimmick here. Is he a real doctor? That sounds like a fake doctor. <laughs> that sounds like a fake doctor. He's not a fake doctor. He's, he's a witch doctor. I don't know. He's not, he's not a witch doctor. We have our studio guests. We'll get to them here in just a second. They, they are patiently waiting, which I think is awesome, because most people are not patient on this show, including the people that are behind the microphones. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't speak for John. Dr. Paul, how are you, sir? Okay. Uh, this is James Lowe from KJ Radio calling you for your radio interview. Okay. Did I catch you at a bad time? Uh well, I wasn't expecting one today. Actually. Ah, okay. Well, I've got you down here. So if you're uh, okay, if, if you can do it, we would love to have you here for a quick ten minutes, if that's possible. Yes, I can do that. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, well, first of all, give us a little bit of introduction on yourself, my friend. Well, um, Catherine Young and I have been working on a research project for about thirty years. Um, on uh, men, okay. and I, I guess, therefore, men and women. Okay, now tell us a little bit more about the research project here. Well, um, the governing concept is misandry, which of course is the, uh, the counterpart of misogyny. Okay. And, um, but that is a symptom um, of, a, of a deeper problem, and that is how men can form a healthy identity in a society that is highly negative toward that. Although, we do say that this problem did not originate recently. It, it originated really as far back as the agricultural revolution and has gained steam ever since. So it's not a modern problem. It's not... It's not just the result of feminism, although some kinds of feminism exacerbate the problem. Feminism. But it is a problem, and um, there hasn't been a lot of research on it, so we did it. Now, we have with us today on the telephone, he is an academic cultural analyst, which, by the way, I love that title. I hope that fits on a business card. Uh, Dr. Paul Nathanson is with us. He's an intersexual dialogue academic. And together with Dr. Catherine K. Young, have defined the field of mis. And I'm going to get this wrong. Is it misandry? Misogyny? You can call it mis. It's probably better to say 
misandry, but I, I prefer misandry. misandry because I want to emphasize the misandry. And uh, they are the authors of Spreading Misandry, the Teaching of Contempt for Men in Popular Culture, Legalizing Misandry from Public Shame to sin- Sympathetic uh, Discrimination Against Men. They also have Replacing Misandry, a Revolutionary History of Men, and number four, Sanctifying Misandry, Goddess Ideology and the Fall of Man. First of all... Well, wait a minute. There are two more coming out. Oh, my God. In the next year You guys or so. have been busy. One of them is called... Uh, oh, God, I forgot the title. But one of them is about um, the ways that men have been adjusting or not okay. to misandry. And the final volume is called Transcending Misandry and Misogyny. So, in other words, we're... We're, we're trying to use this thing called dialogue, which I can explain in some detail, as a way of overcoming both misogyny and misandry. Okay. Now That's with, the moral heart of our project. Now, now, with all this in mind, he is also here to talk about this uh, situation with Harvey Weinstein this past week. My guy. <laughs> Your guy. That's right. My game with us. Uh, now, now, Doctor... Um, Tell first of all before we get into the Harvey Weinstein situation, um, give us give us your your thoughts on this on this series of uh, I, I guess these are books that you you guys have put together this, yes. this series here. To, to tell us about these. Well, um, some of them are like legalizing misandry as a as a doorstop. It's about eight hundred pages, uh, partly because we looked at the legal systems of both Canada and the states um, on a variety of problems such as sexual harassment and rape and uh, divorce and custody and what have you. So that's the, the, uh, that's the door stop. Spreading misandry is probably the most popular because um, we deal with popular culture, the ways in which men are presented in popular culture. Um, but it, it originated really as just as the introductory chapter to a, a single volume. Um, but it, we had so much material that we just made a whole volume out of it. Um, but the the series really culminates, or will culminate, in transcending misogyny and misandry. Okay. That's what we've been trying to do throughout the series. But we had four or five volumes just examining um, various feminist theories about men because... Um, that dominates public discourse. So you can't really, we couldn't even start looking at men for ourselves before we unpacked all that material. Okay. Uh, John, sitting with, here listening to all this, do you have any questions for the doctor? No. Uh, now, 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 doctor, um, the FBI is probing Weinstein, and there's been a uh, criminal investigation launched here by the NYPD. Uh, how, how does how does uh, Harvey Weinstein's situation figure into your book series? Yeah, well, uh, we're not lawyers, and so um, we ha- if there are criminal charges, then that's up to the courts to decide. Um, at the moment, everything is alleged, um, but um, basically, I mean, he's a bad guy. <laughs> We're not going to we're not going to defend that. Um, even the allegations, um, which might be true, are those of a, a coarse, brutal uh, person. 
So that he's certainly not doing our cause any good. It is a. But uh, it relates to it yes, relates go to ahead. Our research, of course, because yes. people um, use this case and many others um, as they they exploit these cases as ways of saying, "Well, you see, that's what men are like." Okay, uh, you know, listening Jane, to all Jane this, Fonda, Mike Gay Jane Fonda weighed in on that. Uh, she said, well, this is a clear case, example of what happens when um, uh, you have men with their sense of entitlement. Actually, I don't think that the cause of Weinstein has anything to do with that. Now, I could tell you what it has to do with. Um, the fact that the New York PD Special Victims Unit presented a case to the district attorney, who was a person who had political donations from Weinstein and chose not to follow it. It's like New York does not give frivolous cases to the district attorney and because they pretty much want it to be a slam dunk if it's going to go there. Well, he chose not to pursue it, and he also had extreme amounts of political donations from Weinstein on that. Now it's kind of getting in his court now, so he's going to have to actually do it. And that was the biggest thing in that case. I, I don't know how it would relate to yours, but they had they actually presented more than one case to the district attorney who chose not to pursue them. So. Well, as I say, I'm not a lawyer. I yeah, can't you're, really comment on that. But I would say that, I mean, if there were a trial, then the trial would find whatever it does, and then if he's guilty, then throw the book at him. Um, but... As I say, people are basically assuming that he's guilty. It's the trial, it's the it's the uh, the court of public opinion at this point, not the court of law. Yeah, you're... So um, everybody assumes. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but there are a lot of people who assume that he is guilty as charged of everything, um, and he might be. But you see, my interest in this is not him as an individual. I'm interested only in the case because it. Um, is one more case among many um, that is being used by ideologically-minded people to support the idea that all men are like that. It's perfectly well put, I thought. Pardon me? I think you put that perfectly. Yes. Yes. Now, Mike Gaines. Well, you know, uh, let me give you okay. one example uh, of, of the <laughs> disproportionate interest in this. Yes. That's the, when that story broke, it was the day uh, there were these cal- wildfires in California. There was genocide in Myanmar. There was Puerto Rico. There were all these things going on, and this story was the cover story. Oh, yeah, exactly. They, this is... So obviously, if political importance here outweighed even genocide. Oh, it did, because he's like, this is, I'm not trying to get into a complete political talk on this, but kind of does, he's a heavy, heavy supporter of lots of Democrats that are in Congress, the Senate, and things. And, I mean, it's one of those things where the mainstream media just couldn't ignore this again like they do on other things. And it slants different ways on different networks, different times, whoever is in charge at the time. But, yeah, they couldn't ignore this one. Yes, and, and even if it weren't a matter of Democrats and Republicans and, that, and all the hypocrisy that goes with that, 
there's the underlying political problem, and that is, um, to, to give it a name, although I've tried to avoid giving it a name, it's ideological forms of feminism. Yeah, that's exactly Not it. Not egalitarian feminism, that's another. This is, there's an ideological school of feminism which has consistently used high-profile sensationalistic cases uh, to support ideological contentions that are simply without evidence. I couldn't agree more because, I mean, it goes both ways, too, because, like, in the Hollywood and, uh, you know, the, um, uh, what am I trying to say, the entertainment area. Yes. I mean, you have women and men that throw their power around to get favors and stuff, so it goes both they ways. Do, but, but but my point there would be that women have a particular kind of power that they wield very effectively, and it's much cleaner and much neater and less... Uh, uh, sensationalized than the one that people like Weinstein use, and that is they have the political power that goes with an ideology that has become conventional wisdom. So you can attack people in universities, for example, this has been going on for decades, until Betsy DeVos suddenly decided that she was going to put an end to this Title IX idea that gave short shrift to due process when people are accused of sexual harassment or even rape at universities. So that's the kind of power that women have used. Oh yeah, it's like all they gotta do is cry wolf sometimes and yes. it's and like then, I can't uh, remember the kid, I think his last name's Banks. He was a up and coming um, young football player and he looked like he was gonna go to a major university and possibly the NFL. Well anyway, even though his accuser changed her story more than four to five times during the trial he still was sent to prison, and he just got out, and he's finally getting a chance to do something with his life. But it was because, And tell me, is the woman who accused him going to jail for perjury? That's what I'm saying. It's like they don't have it. I mean, they she ruined this she ruined this young man's life, and nothing happens to her, of course. That's right. Nothing happens to her. Well, we had a case like that in Canada, and uh, the, the complainant's case uh, just fell apart, <clears throat> And uh, mainly because they found evidence in letters that months after the event, she had actually invited him uh, to repeat the performance. But um, after that, Canadians began um, uh, marching in the streets, and I'm sure it's the same thing in the States. It's called the Believer Movement, and it's centered on the idea that we must believe women when they complain uh, about rape. In other words, before the court, before the case goes to trial. They must believe. Now that's an inclusion of religion in the state. Oh, yes, the, um, the the biggest problem with the court system now is you have too many people crying wolf, and when some poor girl is actually assaulted or raped or anything like that, you they're, can't get anybody to believe them. Yeah, they're called liars and all that. It's right, awful. even though they're actually telling the truth, but you've got this one girl ruining somebody's life for no reason. Uh, and then she was spited by him because he wasn't. She wasn't going to be his girl all the way through and make lots of money. And well, no matter what the merits <laughs> of the case on either side, the point is that that the legal system operates on the assumption of innocent until proven guilty. So, if you have people believing the complainants even before the trial, then you're undermining the entire legal system. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm actually really digging this now here. <laughs> Mike, um, I've you. been trying to get you into the conversation Sorry. here. Go ahead. No, 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 nothing. Go ahead. Oh, I have nothing to add. Oh, you have nothing to add? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, John, do you, do you have a couple more questions for the doctor before we let him go for today? No, I've actually enjoyed talking to him. I mean, I, I agree with a lot of exactly the same things, and some of the stuff that I kind of was saying was trying to roundabout support exactly what he was, and he did a great job of tying that up and putting it where I wanted it. So that's. <laughs> I think the main Look the main that. thing is to yes. it's not to it's not so much Weinstein himself. He's nothing. The main thing is to, is to look at what people are saying about this case and how they're using it for political purposes. Exactly, because I mean, both 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 groups in America are going to sit there and use this to their own advantage, and it's like you already have every Democrat in the world saying, "Oh, we're going to give the money back that he gave us, right?" You're just going to give it to somebody else that's going to get it back to you. But <laughs> I mean, both of them do it. It's like that's awesome. Seriously, I mean, both of them do it. So it's, that's all that's going to happen. But well, uh, well, doctor, before we let you go, how do we get your book series and and, and get all the uh, information? They're on Amazon. That's it. Go to Amazon. That's fantastic. Go to Amazon. The first volume, Spreading the Sangria, is in paperback. And also, in case, just the, I'll throw this out in case anyone's interested, it was just translated into Japanese. So, okay, that's kind of interesting. I can't read a single word, but it looks beautiful. Thanks <laughs> very fluent in Japanese. So. <laughs> well, Doctor, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Thank you very much. Definitely. That was Dr. Paul Nathanson. That was way above my pay grade. Okay, that, that, Holy that interview smokes. started out like it was going to suck ass, and then it kind of started turning around. I was like, okay, this is actually getting interesting. This is getting yes. interesting. Because it's kind of like, you know, that, like, you know, the person, you know, like your first date or something, and it's like, so what do you like to do? Well, I, not much. Well, okay. here what we go. Well, I had to keep quiet because I do not subscribe to the idea of misandry or whatever the fuck it is. I don't – what he's trying to do is <laughs> – I don't subscribe to it. It sounds like – it sounds like he's trying to make men the victim here. No, he's trying to show that there's both per se. It's like – it's kind of like, you know, the females, all you got to do is say something happened. Like if you had some female sit there and say – Oh, uh, you know, Mike Game sit there and did this to me. Oh, I have, and uh, saying, some of our friends, some of our friends, such as James Davis and Lance Chafin, like to perpetuate this idea that I once had sex with a sixteen-year-old, which did not happen did at not all. Happen. But they like to keep saying it. So, <laughs> well, even if you did, it's legal in the state of Kansas. So. <laughs> Well, we've Sorry, got we bored before, we, we, so. we've got someone waiting on the phone. We're going to take a quick timeout. We're going to get everything switched around here. We'll talk to them. Then we've got our studio guests. And, These guys uh, are just chilling. They're, I don't even. They, they got their headphones in. They were listening to that interview. They're like, I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> I don't know. You can tell they were kind of like lighting up a couple times. Like, yeah, okay, I can see that. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, of course, since it's Radio Zenu. Uh, we're going to play parody commercials during our break. Uh, we're going to be hearing from the bartending college. We're also going to be hearing from Delta Airlines during this break. Uh, Mike That's might cool. enjoy these. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go smoke, so I'm probably not going to hear go smoke. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, TZ and, and, and the crew are on their way. So. I'm still going to go smoke, though. But, uh, it's, not, it's not changing my idea of smoking right now, dog. <laughs> 
okay. You're not going to convince them to stay in here for this. <laughs> yeah, you're not. I'm out. Well, we're going to take a break. Be back more here on our big program. Gordon, what you been up to? Big things, Fred. I'm a full-time student at bartending college. Wow. I never had time for a formal education. Well, I decided to make time, but it's not easy. Bartending college is a four-week course. Gee, how far along are you? Well, let's see. This is Tuesday, the third week. Hey, hey, I'm a junior, and I'm late for a daiquiri lecture. Why don't you join me? Why not? Bartending college. You've already spent enough time on the other side of the bar to qualify for enrollment. Bartending college. We'll teach you everything you need to know. You'll get a starter set of bartenders jokes like, So I says to the guy, you can stay, but the cow's gotta go. <laughs> Bartending college. You'll learn how to roll drunks, water the liquor, and skim the cash register. And remember, as the bartender, you drink for free. 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 Last call for integrity. Hello, ladies. Do you enjoy your weekends? Would you like to enjoy a sensation designed especially for you? New from Lesbens is Beaver Liquor, a new adult beverage from the makers of Peter's Special Brew. Just listen to what women like you have told us. I'm not a big drinker, but it's remarkably easy to hold my beaver liquor. It's not at all harsh, and it has just the right amount of bite. I like the way my beaver liquor goes down, and it doesn't leave a bad tasting around. At least I don't think it does. When I have my friends over, I make sure there's plenty of beaver liquor to go around because I want my guests to have enough beaver liquor to keep them satisfied. Beaver liquor, just for you ladies, at fine liquor stores everywhere. Listen to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Experience each and every Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. Here's what national radio show host Ed Till had to say about Jiggy Jag. I, I, you think I don't feel stupid talking to someone named with some, you know, like some nickname? Nick, people call themselves nicknames. Okay, so the nickname is now reading. Here's what others are saying about the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar experience each and every Sunday on RadioZenu.com. Check them out online at RadioZenu.com. It was like helping a retarded child read Tom Sawyer. It was so sad. Now that That's Sunday afternoons on RadioZenu.com. Hey, what you eating? Cowboy dick. Hey, buckaroos. There's nothing like a little cowboy dick ice cream. I want something. I've got a craving. Yeah, well, how about some cowboy dick? Sure. All the cowgirls love my cowboy dick. And I should know, because I'm cowboy dick. I like my cowboy dick with some nuts. No problem, partner. Introducing cowboy dick with nuts so big you can hardly wrap your lips around them. My youngins love cowboy dick. Ma'am, fill your posse with my cowboy dick. Oh, cowboy dick. Here, try it. How is it? I can't talk. My mouth is full of cowboy dick. She's smiling. She's smiling. Fill your mouth with my cowboy dick. Available in your grocery's freezer. Once you've had your first cowboy dick, you won't ever go back. Y'all be going on vacation? See, the thing is, if you about to be up off this biatch, check it. Peep Delta. We be flying all over this bitch. Let me ask you something. You fin to raise up and get your travel on? From the interior to the exterior, you've got to get your posterior in one of these big-ass planes. Shit. 
Dog, you lay in the cut straight sitting on your ass and getting your drink on and your snack on while we floss and fly this mofo all over this bitch. East Coast, West Coast, it don't matter. Nia, we'll get you to your hoe and back lickety splits. No sh. Then you be back at your crib chilling with a flat spliff, thinking we was some crazy-ass angel. Hell, these fat, round, thick-ass vessels run up in the sky so deep, it be crying. Yeah, you thought it was rain. So bring a towel, because at Delta, it's laid out like that. Call one of these fly-ass Delta coochies and make all them punk-ass co-workers of yours catch the vapors as you be off and about. You going? We fly you there. You been? We done already flew up in there. We got you covered like a jimmy hat. At Delta, we loves us some flying. And it be shown like a motherfucker. Motherfuckers crank it. You've got Jiggy Jaguar. Podcasting from www.jiggyjaguar.com. Oh, the imaging is always so interesting on the Sunday show. Ads are always so interesting on the Sunday show. It's stuff I can't get away with during the week on iHeart. Uh, <laughs> it's a hell of a deal today. Welcome to it. We have got our next guest on the telephone, and I believe some of our people may have arrived in the uh, in, in the old parking lot, as they say. And we don't have the racists anymore, so they're, they're not going to throw a fit that we've got Mexicans and blacks in the buildings. It's fine. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh believe me, we had we had all sorts of problems. People threatening to get their heads cut off in the parking lot. It, it, it was it was not good. Uh, it led oh me God. to throw an all uh, black Mexican barbecue where we had black kids playing with Mexican kids and white kids running around and people eating food. And then a DJ showed up, and then all the music that was played the racist neighbors liked. So then it was fine. So we're. Uh, uh, we have got though. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, believe me. Be glad you're just on the just on the phone there, Shane. <laughs> just, oh just be glad you're on the telephone, <laughs> not here in person. Um, wow. Mr. Michael Game, uh, the illustrious Michael Game, has uh, rejoined us here. We have got uh, what's Poppetin? Uh, Poppetin, yes. Uh, <laughs> we have got our next guest uh, on the line, and uh, songwriting Shane is her name. She's a singer, songwriter, actor, and recording artist, and all those things sometimes just go together. Um, she is a Grammy voting member. She is a multi-award winning singer. She is a producer. She's the author of Ain't Gonna Take It Anymore. She's U.S. Ambassador for International Arts for Peace Project. She is the founder of United United Hearts for Peace Project. And she is slowly, and she's a World Humanitarian Award winner. And as I was getting ready to say, she is slowly but surely out of my pay grade. You need new extensions. I need new extensions. Yes. I okay. Can't fix it. I need. You mean like dreads, like extensions? I need some out? new extensions, extensions for my. Oh, okay. Just for my sure. hair. Sorry, bad joke. I'm bad. screwed. I don't have any hair or extensions. Me either. Um, I got hair just in the wrong places. That's right. Uh, Shane is with us. How are you? Hi, hi everyone over there in the studio. Oh, wow. um, you made you made me sound so glamorous, but the truth of it is, um, I'm actually working in the trenches here. I feel like I'm in the trenches trying to. Uh, uh, it's a fight for peace and love and unity, and 
non-discrimination. I fought for peace once. It's called the Iraq War. Well, okay. It's always it's 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 always something with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did go to Iraq. I wasn't the. Well, Army. I know, but I mean, you always have to like take it and just like beat it into the ground. Take some positive and turn it negative. That's what I do. Yes. <laughs> we also may be joined today at some point by some indie professional wrestlers. Not that one just showed up. I think he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. No, he's neither of those things. I sleep G. He shoots videos and stuff. Oh, he's sli- okay. He shoots videos. Okay. And makes beats. And makes beats. Have a seat. Join us. Grab a mic. Mi- mix and match and trade with your friends and all that stuff. Um, now, so 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 tell us a little bit about this topic here: good versus evil, Shane. Yeah. Um, yeah. You 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 are you are out here. You say that the world is a a, a troubled world. Uh, tell us why. Well, tell us why we're a troubled heard. world, and me and, and Mike and me and Mosier will try to get this figured out. Oh, I already know. Okay. We're going to try to get this all figured out. In, in, <laughs> we're going to try to get this all figured out in fifteen minutes because that, that's how long our interview is. But uh, okay. <laughs> I could I could sum it up. When I arrived in LA with this mission uh, to do something positive with my music, not just to uh, continue to get awards, but they're missing the message. Um, uh, you have to not just talk about love, but you really have to do the work that's behind it and from a sincere heart. So when I left the East Coast and came to L.A., I discovered very fast there are two Hollywoods. And there's the Hollywood side that's in, in probably every state and every country of the people that cannot create. And they, um, they know how to try to make money for themselves, that money, and they know where to look. So they try to find these creative artists in all, you know, walks of society, whether it's culinary arts or martial arts or dance, music, fashion design, um, and tap their brains and then try to make good off of that. And it, it really, um, it hurts the artists that come from a sincere heart with a, a, a God-inspired talent. Okay, listening to all that, I missed part of that because we had our... Bring me up to speed, John. Fix fix, 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 fix the hole here. <laughs> She's basically telling why she got into it because of the... Some people go out there and all they're looking for is money. She wanted to be more genuine about everything she was doing with this. She wanted to make a difference with it instead of just... I mean, she wants to. I'm sure she wants to make some money here and there like that, but she also wants to make a difference with what she's doing, unlike lots that go out there. Right. Yeah, exactly. She, she says there's a good side of people in Hollywood, and there's the Harvey Weinstein side of people in Hollywood. <laughs> you know, but that's actually in New York because he never did anything bad where his family was, per se, what I've heard. But she's just trying to Allegedly. show that she can sit there and she can make a positive impact while still trying to achieve her goals. Thank you. Look at that. That's, so, yeah. Mike, do, do you have anything to add to this? No. No? <laughs> For the first time ever, no? Well, no. I already I know why we are in a disastrous state in the world, and I already know the problem with the world. Trump. No. It's a, it's Thank certain, God. I don't want to say it, but it's a certain type of people. Mexicans? Right. Because they're sitting right there. No. Oh. A little bit lighter. Uh. Guatemalans? 
a little bit more, a, a lot lighter and more um, European. What am I trying to say? White people is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> this is what I'm so trying to say. Do you think that a lot of the people, it's not the white people, it's just the other people want, uh, don't want to take um, responsibility for actions and stuff on things? No. Like, you're a, you're a good dude. No, I'm I mean, trash. Dude. Like, I'm awful. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm saying, you've I'm never trash. You've never sat there and been bad to me, so that's how I judge people. That's, that's, how, that's how I try to judge people, But too. it's just like, I mean, it's like if you look at everything, if you look at statistics, there's more white people who are killed by police than anybody. Then it's the Hispanics. Then it's the Asians. It's like, Those you sit there, it's like, <laughs> if you look at the actual statistics, it's, you know, the whites should be out there tearing up everything and stuff. Like, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't get me wrong, you're exactly right in a lot of the stuff you're exactly saying, but it's a case-by-case basis, too. It's like, you know, I've had cops follow me around. I'm a big, fat, white dude, you know? I mean, hey. They should be following you around. Well, only if I'm, <laughs> only if I'm around the pizza buffets, okay? Oh but, hey. You gotta watch out for Mojo at the buffet, because... <laughs> yes. Make sure I pay for at least the one trip, for sure. So I'm a big wow. boy. Because he will sit there until closing. I've seen it happen. So don't judge. What? I, I made that up. I don't oh, judge. Oh, okay. Have you seen that? No, he did. He was just like We're he, he popped in like twice because he had a break on both shifts. So. <laughs> he was like, "Are you still here?" And I was like, "So I'm hungry." Are you still here? Why are you here? I've like I've left and went home for one shift and came back. You're still here. Because the food's good. <laughs> okay, sorry. We got a little off track there. So, oh, so. So shame. But how can we raise? How can we raise the positivity and do something constructive about it, and just stay focused and move forward, realizing that this exists. This problem existed probably from the beginning of time. But how do we get through and unite everyone, all the artists, and create good products to you know encourage uh, manufacturing and, and in a creative way? Well, I think the biggest problem is you've got the worst people on both sides that are the people yes. that are out in the forefront. Yeah. yeah. That's the biggest problem. That's the biggest issue. You don't have the yeah. they don't have the proper people being the spearhead of it. Proper it's like, people. You look at Martin Luther King, he's very peaceful, very intelligent. And yeah, I mean he was the he was probably the most intelligent person when it came to civil rights because he knew what was gonna work and he knew what wasn't and sometimes you had to do what wasn't going to work to get the attention you needed for the right, stuff that exactly. would work. Uh-huh. You know, blocking highways is the stupidest damn thing in the world because, you know, hey, you know, somebody's mother that's at that thing, you know, being a dumbass and blocking the highway, their mother may die because an ambulance can't get through because they think that's the proper way. Now, if you have an organized march like, you know, they did back in the times in the 60s, and I mean, I'll be real honest, a lot of people cry nowadays both ways. You know, it's like it. half these guys don't have a clue what happened to their grandmothers and their dads and their uncles and stuff in the days behind because they've never seen it. They're just, they've just got some dumbass out there telling you, oh, this is wrong, da, da, da. And, yeah, it is wrong to a point. But a lot of people sit there and also don't understand yes. what brought them to that point. What brought them to the dance, as they say. It's like most people we are pretty can get accepting. them to... Um, if, if I can add this in, if we can get people to learn that they can make more money and, and, and keep that money that's profitable and won't, won't be taken from them by doing good things and good projects with good morals and the safety of others, and I think the whole world will be united in that, the, the, the middle class and, and below, um, that, that would help a lot. Yeah. 
Well, it's, it's, it's like they don't hold people responsible. It's like, I mean, I know he's going to hate this here, but Trump's putting their onus on the Congress to do what they're supposed to do. They wouldn't do it when Obama was in office. Obama had great ideas and great thoughts, but he couldn't get the Congress to do the job that they're supposed to do. So he had to try to do it himself, and some of the stuff was great, some of it wasn't. But the whole thing is, it's the Congress's job to do the things. I'm sorry I went all political and everything. I mean, as awful as Donald Trump is, I do agree with you, he is making Congress do their goddamn job. Yeah, it's like, I mean, all this stuff was, and the only reason, the only reason Obama did a lot of those executive orders, because Congress wouldn't do their job. And he was trying to do some impetus to sit there and get them to. Yeah, Congress is a whole other deal. I well, it's just like if we didn't raise like <laughs> it's like you know with the healthcare and stuff. Let me let me know if you agree with this here. I love it. If we had all the money that we raised by Iran, everybody could have a million dollars in the U.S. Could have a million dollars in a you know a fund building interest for healthcare right now. But you how know? can we keep politics out of it and do the right thing? Well, politics are always going to be there. I mean, politics per se, it's not so much like Republican, Democrat. It's like, you know, Mike May, not like, you know, fat white dudes that grew up in small towns like me or something. And that's a thing there. I may not like bald dudes with a beard and, you know, fuzzy chest hair that were in Iraq or something. And Well, that's you know, just, just you being hair. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Mr. Sunshine over there. <laughs> It's as if all of the, the cults and all of the organized, uh, the uh, well, I don't, you know, um, uh, the bad guys, all united, it seems, and they're, like, linked in, but they don't know where to go with it. It's like chaos anyway, so if we just think through it and bring back, like, an old Hollywood style where um, we all work together and we're respected for what we do and with all of our talents and our and the things that we do, and we look forward to going to work in the morning and coming home to safer homes and a safer environment. Yeah, perfect. I like that. There you we go. You have to go that way again. Well, uh, laughing at me. Well, well, but before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online and uh, pick up your music and, and, and just get involved with you? Okay. Um, actually, I have three singles up for consideration of Grammy nomination right now. Awesome. And Congratulations. One of them is, thanks, thanks, honey. It's a lot of work. I'm working with really good people. I can, um, I'll be in Henson Studios this week laying down a really good vocal track on Arts for Peace, which my mission is to unite all arts and artists regardless of color and race and all that. And uh, and no fear, because that's what I'm going on with a lot of faith. And I have a, a song that um, I dedicated to a church university in Nigeria called Christ Redeemer King. And uh, and and that that's a, a credible church. Uh, that's the name of the church, and that you know goes hand in hand with. Uh, and only God knows how I'm still alive through what I do. But you can find me on cdbaby.com or Facebook, uh, Songwriting Shane. And uh, I work with a lot of people, like I'm a, uh, with the anti-gun uh, 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 violence on the streets and uh, domestic violence in shelters for safe passage. And um, they're the organizations I want to be affiliated where they're actually helping people one-on-one. I don't get paid a dime for anything, but like you said, James, it would be nice to finally get uh, money for some of the <laughs> things I work on, like eating, nice. um, maybe my CDs. Uh, 
but um, I thank you for having me on the show and being able to be a voice of the people. And I thank you guys that are on the panel for your very honest uh, remarks because without the honesty, we can't find solutions and can't we can't figure go it out. forward. So. Well, I appreciate it. we got to run along, but uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, James. Thanks, guys, and, and thanks, everyone that's listening to Voice of People. And stay tuned for the next topic. Look at that. Have a here great we day. Go. We are going to go to our next guest here in just a few moments. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got more coming up, so stay tuned. Our uh, in-studio guests are, are, are filling up as, 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 as it goes, and we will get to our first studio guest here in a few moments. And uh, everybody and their brother, they've got, you guys got music, by the way? I'll deal with that during the break. We're going to take a time out and be back with more here in a big break. And then we'll make fun of the Red Sox. Well, the jig, 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 the jig is a jag. Oh, well, the jig, 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 the jig is a jag. Oh, well, the jig, 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 the jig is a jag. Jig, 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 Dirty serial killer looking guy with a sledgehammer. Why did I stop here? Do you know the way to Route 70? No. Oh. What is that? That's the money you could be saving by switching your car insurance to Geico. Must have been following you for miles. Looks tired. Oh, yeah, well, I'd just blow him on hookers and beer anyway, so. Hmm. That seemed to perk him up. Yeah. In fact, I might just walk over, grab him, and take him to a strip club. Never seen him look so happy and excited. Hey, boy. Want to get tucked into a G-string? Look at him. Practically jumped into your pocket. He's money. He's looking into your very soul. He knows you like to save money. He's made of money. And he knows you want to tuck him into a G-string. Oh, yeah. We put the guy in Geico. Oh, wait for me, the lizard. I'd like to go, too. Let's face it, you've been working hard, and you've got a hunger that's kicking your ass. I sure could go for some nuts right now. I, too, could go for the effervescent taste of nuts in my mouth. Sometimes those cravings are just too loud to contain. Man, it's been a while since I had nut all up in my mouth. By the way, you have some nut on your chin. Somebody put a nut in my mouth. Well, when you crave nuts, there's only one product that you can put in your mouth to satisfy that craving. <laughs> Give me a big rod! That's right. Big Rod Nut Bar. You've never had the taste of nuts in your mouth till you put your mouth on a Big Rod Nut Bar. God, I love his nuts. That's right. Big Rod's Nut Bar is known all over the country as the nuttiest rod in the land. Oh my goodness, his nuts are the best I have ever tasted. Take it from these bona fide nut lovers. Oh, I can't wait. Once I get Rod's nuts in me gob, I'm just all over it. I love Rod's nuts. Somebody put a nut in my mouth. Say, give me one. They make me feel so silky. Or even us mullet heads love the taste of a Big Rod Nut Bar. Even the rich and famous are not immune to the big nutty taste of Big Rod Nut Bar. Hey, yo, I really love Big Rod's nuts in my mouth. Ha! <laughs> Last time I had a Big Rod nut bar in my mouth, it was about KY in my ass and they took me to jail. Um. So 
go on down to your local convenience store and wrap your lips around a big rod nut bar. You too will be singing these nuts in your mouth. Uh, uh, these nuts in your mouth. Uh, big uh, rod nuts nut bar. In uh, these, uh, nuts uh, these nuts in your mouth. <laughs> Giving a new meaning to the phrase, going to bed is hard to do. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. He's a talent you will never forget. And now, his unique compositions have been captured on a two-volume CD collection. Bob Forneski and his whistling nostrils. Bob Forneski and his whistling nostril will soothe your psyche and comfort your soul with the naturally organic rhythms of Bob's breath. You'll hear whistling nostril grates like and Bob Forneski's whistling nostril, not sold in stores anywhere. Hey, office nerds and computer weenies, forget about Trikey Fest, Computer Fest, and Cyber Fest, because this weekend it's Paperclip Fest. Wow, Paperclip Fest, wow. That's right, Paperclip Fest. Paperclip Fest is your chance to see the latest in paperclip technology. View paperclip art and learn all about new breakthroughs in paperclip uses for the next millennium. Bring your paperclip questions and talk with factory reps. Don't miss world-renowned paperclip artist Doug Finster, showing off his famous paperclip replica of Mount Rushmore. Even see a miniature house built with just paper clips. Plus, there'll be paper clip seminars going on throughout the entire exciting weekend. Let's get ready to rumble! For the No Shots Band, total tough man cage match paper clip fight between Sneaky Pete the Pervert and Dwayne Rusty Eyes Pinkman. Ow! It's all happening this weekend. Don't miss it. Parking is limited, so hurry and get there now. It's Paper Clip Fest. Paper Clip Fest. Not affiliated with the World Paper Clip Organization. Jaguar Experience is brought to you by Final Frontier Radio. FinalFrontierRadio.com, the rock station. Okay, there we go. I'm back from Syria. I don't know what that means. But uh, I don't know what any of this means. Something. Okay, so I was I was making a reference this morning. Uh, I believe it was Britannia who made a reference when we were at the grocery store about... Um, Country grammar or something? I don't know. Oh. So you're telling... Okay. So, okay. We're, we're going to go back live on Ustream on the app. Uh, there's you see me. You see John Mosier. You see our next guest that are sitting on the couch. Patiently and being so And nice. apparently, Mike Game figures the only way they're going to answer questions is if he the dresses up... The illustrious Mike Game? The illustrious Mike Game. The, the illustrious. The only way they will answer questions from him is if he dresses up like a luchador. So he's wearing a Rey Mysterio military-grade camo mask. Right. My game <laughs> My game left, and now it's Miguel. Miguel. It's Miguel Mysterio. But, but, now, are, but, you a, are you a Rudo, a Technico, an Exotico? <laughs> oh, he's not an Exotico. I am not Exotico. <laughs> He even knows what hey, that means. I'm from a small town in Mexico where we only speak English and don't know what Spanish is. <laughs> oh, so you're from Missouri. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Go <laughs> okay. right in with these guys. <laughs> and look at that. There's a knock on the door. Miguel Game. We now are being joined by another guest who's coming through the door. Oh, the Samoan Predator. 
He might not like being mocked with the uh, with the with the Miguel game mask, but we'll we'll he's get into smoking. that here. He's yeah, he's mowing. Oh, he's mowing. He's not like okay. sitting there saying Umaga game or something like that. Yeah. Come on, take a seat, Predator. Come on, man, you're here. We like you, man. <laughs> Grab a mic. I mean, you don't have the guy that looks like he's homeless over here today doing part of the interview. <laughs> Espousing Ring of Honor and all the jerk-offs. Putting over there. Ring of Honor and the Young Bucks, too. Oh, my gosh. They, they said they had 1,500 <laughs> high spots in that match in the opening one. What homeless, so guy, cool. what homeless guy are we talking about? His cousin, cousin Chris. Chris. Oh, that fucking That's guy. his cousin Chris. Okay, let's get into these nice okay, guys that have yes, been waiting yeah, forever yeah, 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 yes. Um, gentlemen, there's microphones. You may have to turn them on. You may have to turn it on. You may have to have. Hello, hello. I don't know. They'll figure hello, it out. Hello. Y'all can hear me? Michael Game will figure oh, it out. It's, it's, it's on. Is that it's on. Awesome? There we are. I'm going to turn it up. Here we go. Okay. We've Here's got you. Yo. You guys might have to speak a little louder because you are rappers. Hello. Uh, and if need be, you know, we've, 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 we've got it all over here. And, uh, now, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you guys? Where did you guys come from? I understand you're, 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 you're new guys to the rap scene. Uh, we, and, and what's great about this is we have, we have Mike, Mike uh, Miguel Game. We have, we have John Mosier, and we have the Samoan Predator has joined us. 101 is with us. I'm here! So you have the opportunity today to not only mingle with other rap artists... You might actually, maybe, I, I, and I, I don't want to speak for the Predator, but I guess I'm getting ready to. Uh, he might need a custom theme done, maybe, at some point. And so, uh, you know, you're, you're here, and uh, jump off the good foot and do the bad thing. How did you guys get started? T- tell us about yourselves. Well, uh, I'll start off. Okay. I'm Alan, but I go as AP. AP. I was born in Associated the- Press in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Born in El Paso, Texas, but I've lived most of my life here in Lyons, Kansas. And I grew up with Oh, I'm sorry you live in Lyons, Kansas. There's worse places. I've got I've got family who lives over there. Yeah, good old good old Tangie Pruitt herself. Uh, <laughs> you guys probably know her. But uh the uh, could be a Nickerson. The whole town knows her. But um even even Burka. It's a um, <laughs> So 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 rappers in Lions, Kansas. What do you guys rap about there? <laughs> That'd be like having the Samoan predator be be not from Samoa, but from like Guam, Guam, Guam or, or, or or the middle of Tennessee. <laughs> oh, he's from Bristol. <laughs> CSPN country, damn it. Uh, there's Bristol, Tennessee. In, uh, oh, okay. Sorry, I wasn't saying Connecticut. Yep. So go, go ahead, bro. Yeah. That's me. AP. Yes. Well, I go by the name of Toxic. You know, these are my lifelong friends. We just decided to start rapping, and we got a bunch of music coming. We got an open book. That's our mixtape. So now, I was born in Mexico. I'm here now legally. So are you? So are you one of those? Are you? Are you one of those good, or are you one of those bad hombres that Donald Trump talks about? Um, He's making lions great again. Better than Boisington, where the uh, the predator was last night. I'm sorry, predator. <laughs> I like you. I don't want to. I wouldn't wish that on you. <laughs> I go by Big Easy. Oh. Yeah. Me and my we just. I go to college here in Hutch. Uh, we were all. We were all. I'm sorry Hutch, again. That's how we know each other. <laughs> and, uh, Rico's my brother. 
Yeah, so we're uh, and the last name is not Suave. Is it? <laughs> no, it's not okay. Suave. I'm gonna go by Rico, you know. Or Constantino, <laughs> since, since there's wrestling. Uh, well, if he's Constantino, he'd be a badass. Huh? <laughs> Basically, we got into music early uh, from a young age. I started in sixth grade. It kind of went away for a bit, and then recently he started buying some uh, toxic. Started buying some uh, studio equipment, and he just started that's awesome. messing, messing with some beats, and we started going at it again. Uh, we dropped the first song and it got pretty good uh, uh, feedback on feedback. SoundCloud. So that's awesome. Uh, from there, we just decided, hey, let's just do this, man. Uh, working our nine to five sucks. Let's just see what we can do. We opened up a keyboard just recently and. Back in oh, Mike Game does not like keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> he said the magic word. <laughs> he did say the magic uh, word. So you guys opened for nobody, is what you just said. <laughs> I just, just so you know. So just, basically, you guys were saying you're a headliner. Go to Wichita. If you go to Wichita, do a show anywhere. Don't say keyboard no, name. Do not. We, we he gets name. no play in Dub K. Hey, he done burned all his bridges What's through there. He's trash. I think, you know what's funny about this is I think it's it's like the Kevin Bacon game. We've got the two the two rappers who don't Seven like Seven Degrees of Keyboy. And I think Keyboy was on a show with Samoan Predator. Were you at the show? No, no, that wasn't him. The, oh. That was, you were there, but. I was at the show, but I wasn't the one that jumped Now, which one? Well, it was one of the young guns, was wasn't it? He walking his own, so. I, you can tell I didn't jump in because, yeah, he walked out. Oh, yeah, I would have, too. He got in the ring and wanted to wrestle the guys in the back. Yeah, he, he wanted to wrestle uh, Danger <laughs> Cody Dixon. That's it. Okay. okay, one of the young guns. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, extremely talented as Cody Dixon is. He's one person where you get in the ring and you know you're in for a fight. The young guns just recently wrestled the Steiners. It's, it's one of those deals. You get in the ring with Cody Dixon, you know you're in for a fight. This is the type of person, and this is the type of person you guys associate with. <laughs> we won't hold it against you guys. I mean, it's bad enough you're going to hush <laughs> Terrible college, start to the interview. Damn it. Terrible. <laughs> no, no, you guys, you guys are doing, and, and 101 and Mike will back you up on this, and even, even Samoa Predator will back you up on this. You guys took an opportunity. Yeah. It doesn't matter where it was, you took an opportunity. Yeah, you know how many shows I've done with Trash Rappers? A lot. <laughs> Hey, Do you how know many how many, how many comedians? How, how many trash rap rappers, wrestlers, and all above? Some old predators probably hey, work. Like. I'm not that trashy, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, I may suck, but I mean, I'm not on his level, but I mean. <laughs> Really, is anybody on Samoan Predators level? Go, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we had quite a bit of people go support us over there. Uh, I would say we brought the majority. Oh, well, so you were you on the did. bill to bring the crowd. I see how this So you brought everybody in, then they left after you were done. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Job well done. <laughs> hey, as long as you guys made your money, that's all that matters. That's, <laughs> that's all, all that really matters. matters. I like you, kids. You're all right. <laughs> like, if I still rapped, I would go do a show with Keyboy tomorrow. Only so I can upstage him and then stab him in the parking lot. <laughs> oh my god! Now, now. <laughs> He's, Mike, yeah. you seem to have this knife fetish anymore. I, I know, it's just one of, it's just my thing now. Hi there, can It's I? way more believable for me to say I'm gonna stab you than it is he, for me to shoot now, first you. Off, first off, first off. Pr- Would you like me to he, slice the turkey or your face? <laughs> he cut this guy, Mike Game, the illustrious Mike Game. The illustrious. Cut a promo last night on a whole bunch of different people, including our buddy the Mangler. Uh, at, the, uh, at, at a show, and then afterwards 
to make this promo even more realistic, he goes, I'm going to come up on you and I'll stab you in the stomach. And I'm like, oh. And he does it 10 feet from security. So security goes over after and they go, you don't have a knife, do you? No, no, no. <laughs> nah, nah. I watched that and realized that's how I first met Mike Game. Right check it out. It's, you it's, were disarming it's, him or what? Yeah, exactly. All right, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, now it's hard to get the white rappers confused around nice, here. You know nice what I'm saying? Careful. But you don't You're like them. Right? You first okay. see. You know what I'm saying? It, that's 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 off top. Hey, swear for God, first conversation I was having with Mike Game was how sharp his knife was. Well, all right, man. See, that's cool. That's cool. That's it. Hey, check how soft my skin is. You know? <laughs> Get it so, in there, you know? So, I just so, told me to have, to have a really thick to get through my belly. So, so you're telling me that if the Samoan Predator ever wrestles in Puerto Rico, he just needs to take Mike Game as his manager. You'll just... Let's do it. <laughs> telling you, son. Well, but my boy Samoan Predator, you end up like Bruiser Brody, dog. <laughs> yeah, that, if he went back down from where he was from originally like that, that'd probably get you killed. <laughs> South so, Texas, they love Brizzy, so, uh, so you guys, you, you did this show, one on one. Do you have? It said, said, let's do an artist to artist thing. Do you sitting here listening to these guys? You were at one point where they were not opening for Keyboy, but at, I mean at, at this show, <laughs> at this radio show. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch! Hey guys, it's a good thing you're not wearing shorts sitting on the couch. There's some things that have happened over there. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta watch out for open yeah. skin contacting it. So. <laughs> Mike had a nasty rash. It cleared up after about three months. Making, I thought you were making reference to Burgess. That was a rash. I'm gonna make Burgess. fun of him enough tonight. So. We, we love Burgess. But what was this artist, artist to artist? What? What do you have any questions for him? Since they're starting out. Well, I mean, what's the game plan? I mean, what y'all want? Well, uh, we're the first. Hispanic group out of the area coming out, you know, so I think that's part of Out of Leon's. Yeah, out of Leon's. You're, you're probably the first group ever to come out of Leon's. <laughs> that's a couple of that. I ain't... A few, a few nah, before you... us that tried it, but, I mean, we're the ones taking it the most serious. We're getting a lot of, a lot of feedback. Just expand, man. Expand actually the getting game. bookings, which is good. Bookings, yes. You know, this show helping a lot, man. Appreciate that. Just... So, so answer me a question. Right. Is it the money or the dream? The money, for sure. <laughs> I'm with that. I, I, I'm with that. Don't, 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 don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I like it. It's my dream, but right now, you know, I'm in the situation where I need the money. I don't know how these guys feel about it, but for me, it's the money. Now, now I like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, I do. Because I, because you, you can't be upset about man. it because dreams don't pay the bills. Exactly. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I talked to uh, a comedian last night in uh, in Wichita that at the show that Mr. Game there will say hosted. Um, yeah, we'll, the, the, we'll call say, it. We'll say that's show? what I did. You cut promos on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, this one comic was telling me he goes, you know, I do comedy, but also write for comedians, and he goes, doing actual comedy doesn't help pay my do- my doctor bills. So. I don't know if comedy period will pay Dr. Bills. <laughs> I don't know too many comics unless you were Kevin Hart out here making some real money, but you know. I know Jay Leno makes a lot more than Kevin Hart ever did. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Eddie Murphy we don't talk about Jay. We, we didn't, about we didn't say Jay Leno. Okay? I know, but you had Eddie Murphy. He made a hell of a lot more money. You want me to keep going here? Eddie Murphy, man? not Petty Murphy. Well, <laughs> who? Let me tell you, y'all should see how Petty Murphy went 
as planned. All right, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's pretty much how it should have went. You can house? only go so long. Hey, I'm I'm with the dream. I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that you got motivation. That you know what I'm saying. If you're not too good in the career that you're in, you know what I'm saying. You gonna work on it and keep going and keep going. There you go. But after ten damn years, you ain't making not one funny joke. I can't get behind it. You know what I'm saying? And see, that is why I gave up on rap. Not because I'm terrible or anything. I just could. It's just too stressful. Too, I don't have the time or the patience or the energy. And he can't. Fuck you, one on one. Where do you guys come out of? Then? I'm. I, I come out of Wichita. Wichita. That's why. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He he came from the afterlife. <laughs> he came from the afterlife. <laughs> now, um, Britannia has brought drinks. Now, oh, bring the Kool Aid out. It's either one thing. Racist or one big party. Alright, and I'm with the party aspect of it. It's a little, right? it's, it's a little bit of both because we have so many rappers in here, you know, it's kind of a thing. Well, yeah, but when the wrestlers kind of come in, rapper. you bring like a bunch of pasta out. I no, she brought out chicken and potatoes earlier, so. Yeah? Yeah? You brought a couple lines, kids. <laughs> we we talking about re- WWE. We ain't talking about Matt Wrestling World Star. Not yet. Yeah, it counts. Don't get me wrong, right? But it, professional records, you know, what I'm like my man right here, my man right here. Like I told Jiggy last week, I was gonna come in here and do the people's elbow on somebody. I don't want to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, trust me, you I, know. I don't feel like doing that. You know what I'm saying? And he's a big guy. He moves really quick. That's what's scary. Yeah. Just. I mean, take it easy, bro. You're like the you you are like the bigger version of Mike Game, though. Like if you look at him, like back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He sells a lot more hair follicles on top. Yeah, yeah he has more hair than us. True. I mean, you can still tell the receding hairline on yours. Yeah. That's all right. Man, I'm old. Leave me alone, my, man. But, but my, get a receding my guys, my, my guys over yeah. here, y'all, y'all need to come out to uh, Wichita and get some shows out there. You guys got any bookings coming up? Uh, no, not right now. Uh, what we did was we wanted to see if it, we were really about it, you know, and we opened up for that for Keyboys. So, um, again, we said we got some good feedback. Uh, we really like it, so now we're going to try to pursue more shows. And Wichita's actually the one where we really need to focus on. That's big awesome. city, and uh, we need all the help we can get. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough crowds in Wichita. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. If you, if you cry, if you flinch, they're going to eat you alive. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, the Wichita music scene is like It's like, like an it's entire a dog room. world out there, and I have milk bone underwear on. I it's mean, an entire on. room of Samoan predators. No, and, I'll, and, and I'll tell you right now, the one piece of advice I can give you guys is fucking work on that stage presence. Make sure it's crisp. Because I did a lot of shows. I don't think anybody went to listen to my music at all. They're just like, that guy in my game knows how to perform. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, what you call it? My boy Provzilla. The very first time I met him, he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. Your music's trash, <laughs> but I really liked your performance." Cause see, my thing is, I'm not one of those. I've he never said that about my wrestling. <laughs> like I've never been one of those. I've, <laughs> I've never been one of those yeah, rappers that take myself too seriously. Like I feel like music's subjective. So if you don't like it, that is fucking fine. Exactly. I won't. I won't lose sleep over oh, it. Yeah, we just had a. <laughs> just had some insomnia. Someone, you know, just kidding. Uh, we, I guess we, we inspire some people probably to make music. You know, younger kids now. Someone like mention us, or, you know, <laughs> and it's just kind of, it's kind of funny. Like it's not like that, you know. Yeah, we're not at a 
point where that even matters. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't worry. When it starts happening, it's gonna be fun. Because <laughs> there was a good few year period where, like, goddamn, every rapper in Wichita had a new mic lame disc. It was amazing. <laughs> and last night, I noticed on social media, everybody was calling you Mike Lame. Right. Like, I've not heard this. I've been going by Mike Game for twenty goddamn years, and I've not once heard just, Mike Lame. We're used to Mike Lame. That's you know. <laughs> You're you know his, what's so you're funny not the conversation is that there was an entire show that we filmed in Salina called the Cipher Show, and one episode every rapper had a nasty oh. mic game line, and I'm like, you're over with a bunch of guys, and you're not even in the town right now. You're sleeping somewhere. Hey, you know, either way, <laughs> your name pops up. Either way, you know what I'm saying. Run with it. You know what I'm saying. Kind of like hey, lunatic. Ain't no such yeah, thing as bad publicity. <laughs> lunatic. Everybody's got a story about him and the wrestling thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's stories all over. I mean, he's, called, he's known as DJ Chainsmoke, and <laughs> he was the original Chainsmokers. Oh God, yes. <laughs> he's called him the Chattanooga Choo Choo because you see all that smoke coming up all the time. So. Wow. Now uh, we're gonna play some of your music, gentlemen. Um, first of all, tell me about this song we're going to play, 4AM and Sterling. Uh, first of all, like nothing movie. happens good at 4AM. Is that second? After 4PM and Sterling, I mean, what come on. What in the hell's going on in Sterling at 4AM? You've got one cop going up and down the streets. 4AM and Sterling, I want to hear it. freestyling, drinking. Lots of bad things, you know. <laughs> Freestyle and drinking, drink. lots of bad things. Not on the main road, God. <laughs> no, not on the road. Let me let me tell you guys how the night started. You know, we we show up. You know, I got a little yes. booth in the closet. You know, your typical little fucking ghetto booth. <laughs> I, I play, ghetto booth. I, I play them this funky beat I found, and then I'm like, they at first they weren't really feeling it, so we took a couple shots, and then this guy over here, Rico, he started. Spitting this flow, you know, this freestyle. I'm like, dude, let me record that. I didn't get that. So we, we recorded it. I mean, we just laid a verse after verse. These guys were just like, I mean, it basically is a freestyle, to be honest. It was like one of okay. our songs. Okay. We are going to play it. It's a little it's a fun joint. It's a little fun, yeah. We opened, we opened with this song for the show, and everybody was liking it. Well, here we go. It's 4 Let's get a.m. and Sterling. And uh, we're going to play it here on the big broadcast. When we come back, we'll keep chatting with these gentlemen. And then Samoa and Predator coming up. 101 coming up. And uh, 101 might have a surprise during his segment. I don't know. We'll talk about it. You do have a surprise. Wait, what? You do. Wake up in the morning, man, it's time to work. I swear I hit my job, can't get any worse. Think about something cool, I can put in a verse. Got a super bad chick, so I win. I wish I had money put up in a purse So I get on the mic, freestyle, rehearse Every day I tell myself I'ma be so rich Cause if you ain't got money, then life's a bitch Racism sucks, so I guess I'll talk Donald Trump is a racist, that stupid chunk Feeling this beat, I got much to say Don't worry about me, I'ma be okay You fucking play me, won't be the same One day you gon' say you heard my name You already know I run the game Fucking this white girl, no Smoking this bitch 
discuss, but all these hoes just wanna fuck or start some shit. Do I have a game first? Nah, opinion's about to kill it, bro. Sipping on the mightiest, smoking on the danger. Float from buildings, call me Chris Angel. I'm a young king, if you really know me. Only laying back why I blow on the drink. Heading to the top, I ain't looking down. Don't ever bring your girl when I'm around. You might lose your chicks, you'll be lost and found. I'm tired of these bitches and all these clowns. That is 4 a.m. in Sterling. I was sitting there just like, oh my god, that is so funny, man. I was like, I don't want to piss these guys off, but I mean, that's like... That's what you got one more? Okay. Oh, dude, it was cool. I liked it. Are you guys playing all night? That one's controversial. We, we, are, we are going to play... What, 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 what do we have next on the list? I know you guys sent me... Uh, Toxic and Rico. Yep. All uh, let me find this. I do, I do a little bit of bad I'll have to say the uh, <laughs> Toxic and Rico. That sounds kind of like a porn name or something. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's all I from Lions Production. Toxic and Rico. And then of course there's 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 all my ex girlfriends and ex wife bum bitches. Uh, but uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll play. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay away from that one. Be nice. Oh or if if we, we've gotten some feedback from our interview we did yesterday with Samoan Predator, and people loved the Samoan Predator, they just didn't like Cousin Chris. I mean the homeless guy over here. <laughs> so maybe he's one of the bun bitches. I don't know. Wow. You guys find him on the bench out there. Some of his hair all up, like trolls all and shit. He's a he's a big ROH guy. He can't stand Triple H and. Uh, so in other words, he doesn't really know wrestling. He he's said, just how, do you, like, how do you how do you do that? So words, he's a good guy, but he's like kind of a yard tard dude. Commandments, thou shalt always respect Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you know. Always, you know. Well, and, and also he so said yesterday, is cousin Chris likes half-dressed, small, you know, muscular guys. Cousin Chris said that he looked. We have a poster on the wall from an old show we did. We went and covered in Wellington, and he's like, all the same guys are on that poster, and they're still wrestling today. Kansas wrestling needs to just be blown up and start over. And I'm like, so why don't you tell Vince Russo to book a show? <laughs> So I'm like, well, I don't know. That's what I love if they about s- all these like internet nerds. They have no idea how to do the stuff. But they're always like offering things. Like, oh, really? It's like, so how are you going to finance that? Oh well. Uh, okay, who would you book? Do you know how much they cost? Do you this? It's like, no. Okay, good. Then shut the hell up. You, you. He like said that if ROH like would come to the middle of Kansas, they would sell out. I think they could if they did the right in the right place. Well, what's what's funny is like before the Simone Predator showed up. They would be better off down in Oklahoma doing a show because you had a better base of people there. Old, old Chris Actually, was, was telling me a perspective. I mean, well, I'm just saying they've they've got more exposure there because I looked at where the TV demographics are mm-hmm. and stuff, and there's a lot of ROH exposure on TV down there. Oh yeah, in the major metro areas in Tulsa, and Oklahoma City, and everything, mm-hmm. and you got more major metro areas and. They could probably do it in conjunction with somebody like the guy, um, what's his name, Jerry, whatever. Yeah, Bostic. You could sit there and maybe the do something in conjunction with him because I know the isn't the licensing a little bit more of a pain in the ass down there. It's it's a, a little more regulated in Oklahoma, but I think with good reason. 
Oh. Maybe it's because I'm just used to licensing Oklahoma, but... Why is it when whenever I've seen video of Jerry Bostick, he always walks around like he's like walking in the sun and he needs to put his sunglasses on? <laughs> just, it's it's like, he's usually in the sun. He doesn't have his sunglasses yeah. on. Yes. What are we I, have my, about? I have my old man glasses, as, as Britannia calls them. She calls them the, the old. He does have his fanny pack, old. like you do. When are you? Hey, gonna, when are you gonna sell Jiggy Jag fanny packs, bro? Like, <laughs> oh my fucking one. god! Last night at Alejandro's, there was like eighty-six fucking fanny packs. <laughs> it was a fanny pack. Fanny pack. Gets and there was together. a bunch of dudes. The fanny pack mafia. <laughs> They're gonna open for Keyboy next time. <laughs> We could do Fanny Pack Mafia and Simone Predator could be our, our muscle. That's perfect. <laughs> what, do you That's you mean, what do you guys keep in the Fanny Pack? Well, the dudes that we saw last well, night, they... Fanny, well, not a condom. That's one thing not going in there. Well, shit, I don't have to carry those either. Okay, so... so okay, so I need, like, fan, lotion and tissues. Fanny Packs, to me, are a little bit different. A few sanitary wipes afterwards, but... Mosier and Predator... Since you guys are in professional wrestling, and that's where the fanny pack became popular, oh, what God. do wrestlers typically keep in their fanny packs? Steroids or something. Got a fanny pack. <laughs> well, the, the biggest thing is they used to keep it because that's where they could keep everything in one little small area and keep an eye on it. You didn't have to, like, have your valuables in a bag. You had, like, your wallet and everything right there that you needed. That's the reason they did it in those days because you're walking all around the building. You didn't want to leave it. You had a bunch of thieves back then. It's like... Well, you Nowadays, kind of do there's now people because there's a guy named Kenny Zombie Jones who works backstage. Jeez. <laughs> Where the fuck is he? I thought he was going to be here. Don't worry, Where's Kenny the homeless vagrant Jones? Right? <laughs> I mean, he looks more homeless than your cousin Chris did. I mean, I mean, I love Kenny like that, or else I wouldn't make fun of him, you know. But I mean, I mean, he looks like you know the Deliverance, you know, version of Romeo or something, you know. <laughs> Like, you should be sitting there running after some fat guy in, speed, in the Speedos going, Ooh, squeal like a pig, you look good. Ree, ree, yeah. You know. You guys could take Kenny. <laughs> I know you guys could. Oh, He's I know. He's big. <laughs> okay, Kenny looks, Kenny looks like a pixie stick with a beard. He's, he's way tall. He's way tall. About this big around. He's actually got some talent, you know. I mean, yeah, out of all the guys that Kenny's were, he's extremely talented. He's he's one. He he's put one his talent. effort in. You should not. You should not sleep on Kenny Jones. Just would, um, well, you couldn't I, sleep I, on I, Kenny. He wouldn't be that warm. From you know the outside I mean? looking in, you know, not watching him as a work, but watching him, you know, just as a typical fan, you should not sleep on Kenny Jones. Oh yeah, he's got a lot of charisma and everything. But I mean, like, the you know, best who thing you about him is he knows how to listen. Mm-hmm. I can tell you who you should sleep on. Who? The Spangler. Oh. I refuse to say his name. Our buddy uh, from Mount Hope. Bitch. <laughs> okay. The Spangler? Hey, here, is, is this about the time? Is this about the time you sit there and say if drama's over here and you're over here? That's right. And then we all and laugh drama at you. Drama is right here, and I'm right here. I'm running and this is way. And this is when like we all drama. laugh at you because we know that's not true. <laughs> Hey, let's put this up on let's put this up on Facebook. This should start some shit. Hey, let's do this. Oh, what? Mike's had a few cocktails. Let's put him on there doing this. What? We got the Simone Predator. Okay, he's not gonna piss anybody off because he's a good dude. But what? 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 You got that fat ass JM Steel there? Okay, yeah, he'll piss somebody off. Usually the new era podcast, you tart asses. Now, uh, I had to get that in. Uh, so. This song, All I, what, 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 what is this about? 
Alright. Tell us a little bit about this and we'll play this. I uh I wrote this verse. It's basically an introduction to who I am and what the hell is going on with this country kinda, you know, oppression. Uh oh, here we go. Ooh, oppression. Is Trump I love that. <laughs> yeah, man. I am. Make sure Trump yeah. I'm the old guy here. He's so. advisor. <laughs> we don't like Trump basically. <laughs> with it. So, so why? Well, you know, when well, A, they're Mexican, so... Yeah, <laughs> you realize that was one of the strongest voting demographics? <laughs> yeah. I know. Okay, good enough. Go ahead, young yeah. man. Uh, you know, when you when you call out a race like that, just kind of represent and never apologize for it or do anything like that to kind of take back on that, it just kind of makes you okay, now, disrespect the guy. I understand you, and but... I'm not trying to get political. Oh, no, you're good, no. but I mean... Did he ever actually say anything, or was that the media saying he said it? I think he said it because the media can't put words in his mouth. Yeah, they can. Oh, trust yeah. me. Oh, yeah. There, there was a lot it. throughout well, the Well, I understand with the headlines. They did it to eight years to Obama. They did it to eight years to Bush. They do it to everybody. Yeah. Ever since they don't the elimination the of the, free, uh, of the uh, Fair Media Act. Right, when Reagan got rid of it's that. It's become extremely difficult to really trust the media. But if I may ask you as a question, um, you know, as rappers and stuff, so I mean, uh, one, I respect all rappers, all music artists, because I think, quite frankly, like Russ, not any, not anybody can do it. So the fact that you guys stood up and said, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna make our, make our impact, we got much love, much respect. Uh, so my, my question would be, given the area of the country you're living in, given the, given yeah. the political climate, what would you say is y'all's inspiration for? coming out here and, and rapping, getting into the business and making an impact. What inspires you guys as individuals? What inspires you guys as a group? The love for the music, I think. Just uh, love for the music. Yeah, That's cool. The, the, the dream. Love. Just representing who we are. You know, not many, you don't hear many Mexicans out here rapping. Mm -hmm. So, just, we want to, we want to show that we, you know, we're loving, you know, we want to, I don't know how to say, connect with everybody. We don't just want to be put aside like, ah, oh, these guys make, they're just the Mexicans. We want to be viewed as equal, you know. Like, in, we kind of joke around and say that we're like the Mexican NWA. <laughs> actually, fun fact, fun fact, there actually was in the early 90s a Mexican NWA. There was? Yes. <laughs> he, he just needs a jerry curl. I swear, that's the easy E right there. <laughs> actually, I think they were just called MWA, Mexicans with Attitude. <laughs> and I was like, problematic, Lurk. You can't go around doing that. I'll tell you one thing America does not like. A Mexican with attitude. <laughs> not care for that. Well, here we go. It's all I. And uh, then when we get back, 101 is with us. Simone Predator is with us. And uh, Adam Pena's favorite broadcaster, J.M. Steele, is with us as well. Yay. <laughs> we'll be back after this. All I ever wanted was to see. All I ever wanted was to breathe. I don't know what's happening to me. But I got some demons, demons. All I ever wanted was to see. All I ever wanted was to breathe. I don't know what's happening to me. But I got some, but I got some demons. Let me introduce myself, I'm what they call an alien It's crazy when your daddy ain't breaking bread So he take us to the land Steal a couple people's jobs Well, according to these snobs Man, I hate it when they call us wetbacks But they love our food 
Trump, you need to stay back. Be diligent with the immigrants like they was good. Appreciate the work the homies do for you. And look, America ain't shit. But a bunch of racists leave them shook. Looking at your fucking faces, man, I hate you. Pocket pussies, y'all are fucking fake. This place isn't what it's supposed to be. Supposed to be composed, just be the sting. That's me, I rep no street. I rep this beat. Shout out to Bliss, produce the track for this attack. I'm fucking back, it's fucking toxic on the motherfucker way. To get to me, you have to get through me first. Come on, them chicken, now let's see who bleed first. Bitch, this my universe. I'm behind control, like the Kendrick verse. All I ever wanted was to see. That I'm locked in the dog pound Flow race with sharp, I'ma blow down You wanna get murdered, I don't think so I'm the realest nigga from the north And seen go punch you in the gut Picking up blood in the sink though Bitch, you need to stay low Stay low You don't work as hard as me Tell me what you doing when it's 4 a.m. It's early. I need to make it Trash cans, people getting beat up. Well, well, I'll finish that story when we go to break. Um, <laughs> that was really good, guys. <laughs> you guys are you guys are uh, making it work. Yeah, holy well, crap! I mean, you can understand everything they said. It wasn't like yeah, there was no mumble rap. I'm saying that was impressive, guys. Because I mean, it was like there was no Fonzie. You didn't have to use the word the f word to rhyme with the f word 15 times in the thing there. I liked how you guys sit there and. It was good. And I liked it. And, I know it's uh, a big old white dude sitting there saying that. Right? And, yeah, and I liked it. And Jiggy could tell you, and 101 could tell you, I don't fucking like rappers at all. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly white rappers. <laughs> Most, Most of them. Only because ever since MGK came out, everybody thought they could rap like him, including Keyboy. You know what's funny is MGK, Can't Stand Me, loves Mike Game. And I can't stand MGK at all. <laughs> which we did what, an interview with MGK at... Uh, uh, Cotillion, and I was talking to the guy, and I, he just would not talk to me, and then Mike Game did the, 
famous two questions of Mike game, which we may have to do with you guys here in a second. I don't know. Uh, depending on what kind of mood he's in. Um, and uh, MGK talked to Mike for like 30 minutes. Afterwards, they exchange numbers, all this stuff. I go to shake the guy's hand for an interview, and he goes, yep. And walks away. It was the fanny pack. He was worried. He was worried about what was in the fanny pack. I can trust the black dudes, you know what I'm saying, but not the white dude with that fanny pack. That's right. Who knows what he's got in there? Exactly. Right. He might. He might have a tape recorder or something. I mean, gosh. Pin cam. Button right. cam. Might have body armor in there. Oh, no. Everybody used to always say in the fanny pack, I used to keep my balls. No, Britannia keeps those in her purse. So. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? My bad, dude. Sorry. It's supposed to be a thought. <laughs> so before we let you guys go, how do we find you online? When's when's your next show? Give us all the details. Well, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Despicable G's. Awesome. What, that's what we go by as a group. Uh, Despicable the G's. Despicable G's. Yep. And then uh, like that. On there, you'll see a link to our SoundCloud, or you can just get on SoundCloud and search. And you should find our music. Uh, we have any of the, or Facebook. We're on Facebook also. Just recently, we added that. We added a YouTube. Our YouTube channel. We got our performance of uh, Max City Limits right. up on there. So you guys can check that out. <coughs> we'll be coming Mike's out with more videos. We're Mike dropping. Is, we're dropping. Mike on wants to know if you guys have a Pornhub thing. Too. <laughs> I do not want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fake news. That's fake, that's fake news. <laughs> We're dropping our mixtape, first mixtape called Open Book on Halloween, actually. So I hope you guys stay Sweet. tuned for it. Have two weeks. Check it out. It'll be, it'll be pretty nice. Good set. I was gonna say I'm impressed with you guys. So Thanks. that's not me yeah, just being nice because I'm not that nice of a person. So. <laughs> he's really not. <laughs> And and, and, and and Predator looks like he's pissed off 24 hours a day, but he's not. He's not. <laughs> I, I didn't get enough fiber today. Yeah, he didn't get his Benefil, you know. He, he kind of so. looks like my homie's dad, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian Herrera's dad. That's awesome. <laughs> you look like you're from Lyons, Kansas. <laughs> I wouldn't take too kindly to that. I wouldn't take See, that's, I mean, these are the only guys that got cracked teeth out there. You know, <laughs> See, that, but that's the great thing behind being the predator that I am. I can, I can, I can blend any any environment, any situation. He's like a chameleon, man. And when I made my, and when I made my presence known, it's already too late. That's for sure. And I, <laughs> now I get the predator thing. Now I get it. I, I thought that was just a wrestling thing. <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, the last it's thing you want to do is hear this guy's voice. calm, voice monotone voice <laughs> in like an alley or something because you're like, oh shit, I'm going to die. It, it, it's, it's like Scarface said back in the day, I see the fear in your eyes, I hear your final breath. And that all That's scary. Do you like repeat that to yourself before you go into a match? That's scary as shit, dog. Like, <laughs> That's that's a that's a fear tactic right there. Just have him backstage. His 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 entrance video. Have it just him back there, just pacing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Now, usually, what he says before he goes to the ring is "Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like that because you know he doesn't want people to think he's like overly intelligent like he is. So. <laughs> Actually, what I say is "Utele to fefe" is someone for "I fear no man." That's, that's even scarier. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can you just imagine him saying that back and forth and backstage, and all of a sudden he just let's go. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out, ref. Thought it worked. No, I'm out. I'm out. 
That's why Bobby the Brain Heenan used to say, just give up during instructions. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like him, like, you know, when you hear his music going, it's kind of like when people that are Braun Strowman go, Rah! and you just be like, oh, God, not him. No, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Please, please. I pay my life insurance. Oh, God. <laughs> who let me sign up for this? Who, who let me do this? Whose <laughs> idea? A bastard told me I was going to wrestle James Steele. I thought it'd be easy. They told me I was going to wrestle Kenny Zombie Joe. No. <laughs> no, no. Well, that would involve chairs and, like, you know. You might actually die. On accident. Yeah, Kenny, 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 by accident. It wouldn't, Kenny, it wouldn't be Kenny, by design. Kenny would light a table on fire and throw you through it. <laughs> Sound like with Predator, you know when you hit with a clothesline, you're not going to hit. He's going to come moonsaulting or drop kicking or whatever. That, that, this guy can move. This is the thing. That's I don't like, doubt it. That's like 10, 20 feet. Did you play football? I couldn't imagine you tripping on me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I played high school football, played some college football. You know, uh, worked in law enforcement for a while as well. I've done a little bit of everything. But Worked like in law enforcement. That reminds me of Angel. Like, like, <laughs> like, like yourselves. Mm-hmm. I do things because people tell me I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, the greatest revenge you can have on somebody is your own success. Because once you ha- when you hit your own success, you you overcome the obstacles. Yep. People have no choice to, uh, to respect you. Hell the yeah, fact that you command, it is. The fact that's that fact. you can command respect just by doing what you love to do. Mm-hmm. That's a fact, That's man. the greatest revenge of all. You should have seen it that time you got second at that am- amateur gymnastic competition. Oh, Dude's a badass on the palm wars, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> badass. <laughs> That's why we're not giving attention to those that mention our name. No. This does... Yeah, just, just, just keep doing. Oh, this. you've got haters. Just, yeah. just keep. Oh, just keep oh my god! <laughs> but see, if if you have haters, then you're obviously doing something right. Well, that too. Yeah. People only hate you if you're successful. Unless I hate you, and it's just because you exist. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a despicable person. Yeah, yeah I'm awful. <laughs> he's illustrious at the same time. Well, well, thank honest. you guys. Uh, I appreciate it, and uh, we are going to take a quick little break when we come back. We've got 101. We still have the Samoan Predator with us. And uh, the Samoan Predator is going gonna, is gonna to in, uh, join in with me and Mosier and uh, Mr. Game and interviewing 101 and, and, and his tag team partner that he's brought with him today. And, tag uh, team partner, 102. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... When you wanted the best long-distance rates, you dialed 10123 in the number. Then it changed to 10-12-1-2-3. Now you can still get the lowest long-distance rates. Just dial 1-1-10-12-10-8-30-52-64-1-2-3 and pay a low 6 cents a minute as easy as 1-2-3. Dial 1-1-10-12-10-8-30-52-64-1-2-3 between 8-30 and 10-52, four days a week for your savings prize. You'll feel like you've won 1-2 on 1-1-10-12-10-8-30-52-64-1-2-3. 10 to 1, your 6th cent says 6 cents for 2 minutes will have you at 6s and 7s when you call one number, 1-1-10-12-10-8-30-52-64-1-2-3-2. Got it? Long-distance dialing has never been easier. To sign up for 1-1-10-12-10-8-30-52-64-123, call for your eight-digit PIN number and activation code. Did I overdo it at lunch? Gas, acid, it's killing me. 
I need something strong, really strong. You got it. Announcing Biopan Plus. Imagine your stomach is a sponge. Now imagine Biopan's patented ingredient, Traceline, coming into contact with that sponge. Now imagine a big giraffe with wings flying up into some puffy blue clouds. Got it? Now imagine a million starfish talking to you. Yeah, giving you stock tips. Now imagine a circle getting smaller and smaller until it folds inward on itself and becomes a tiny dot which explodes like the Big Bang that began our galaxy. Now, does anyone have any idea what we're selling anymore? All I know is I got some serious gas here. Oh, yeah. Biopan Plus. It's like a sponge, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Just use it and you'll feel better. Thanks. Biopan Plus. Imagine this ad is over. If you loved our other sucky late night TV ads, well now, the people who brought you the best of the rave party dance mixes are absolutely ashamed to introduce to you the best of amusement park theme ride mixes. You'll get such memorable ambient sounds as the cyclone. The tilt-a-whirl. The loop-the-loop. Not to mention the attraction that started it all. The best of amusement park theme ride mixes. Now available on CD and long plank cassette. Void were prohibited. You must be over 48 inches tall. Allow four to six weeks for your turn. Get in line. Hello? Ah, hi, sweet little Marvin McGingles. <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning. Who is this? Oh. How many times has this happened to you? You're hammered and calling that wonderful person you want to take out, but you just ruin your chances. Oh, I'm a little drunk, you saw. Just little. Well, never again with the breathalyzer phone from DUI Tech. Huh? The breathalyzer phone won't allow you to make any calls after 10 p.m. unless you blow into its tube and register point zero alcohol content. What if I, I'm, I'm not drunk and uh, just took some pills? Some little pills. Don't worry. The breathalyzer phone's voice analyzer won't allow you to circumvent the system. If it detects slurred speech, it immediately switches to this recording before hanging up. We're sorry. This has been a misdial. We assure you the call was a random error, so please do not star 69. Thank you. Now go back to sleep. That's really something. <laughs> oh, I'm sick. Never be caught in a bad light again with the breathalyzer phone from DUI Tech. <laughs> Will not work if you're just an idiot who makes stupid calls. The Jiggy Jaguar Experience is brought to you by Final Frontier Radio. FinalFrontierRadio.com, the rock station. Okay. We've got a. I got my blah 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 shirts. <laughs> oh, by the way, did, did you did you hear yesterday that uh, he he would let you manage him if uh, if the need arose? Oh hell, I'd love that. <laughs> Seriously, I would I would love. That. Hey, look at this. We got promo material, baby. Look at that. Do you always dress like a member of the band Nickelback? Yeah, that's so that's your legendary line. And we kind of threw him back. He goes, so, uh, what did Bubba say in the jail? So I was like, I, well, uh, uh, we, had him for about, we had him stunned for about three seconds maybe, but it was fun because he wasn't ready for people to be a smart-ass back like that. Because most of the guys that day were not. <laughs> Lenny, Lenny didn't even participate. He's well, like, yeah, I'm not because even Lenny this. doesn't have a personality. He's got a <laughs> ring, but he has no personality. I mean, Lenny. unless you want to sound like one of the sisters off The Simpsons, you know, like, Hey guys, come here. <laughs> Give your uncle Lenny a hug. You got any more Paul Malls? Come on now. <laughs> that 
You know what's so funny is the, is the la- Blade wrestled Lenny and Hoisington, and Lenny did a Huracan Rana, and Blade like dropped him on his neck, and everybody and half the people in the back are like that Blade's reckless. And then there's guys like Moser going, why is Lenny doing a Huracan Rana? <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Oh, I was about to say, why is he doing this? Well, that's like my fat ass <laughs> trying to do a Swanton or something. This doesn't make sense. Who's this old fat dude up on the ring ropes, you know? Come on, man. I should just be doing a splash running off the ropes, you know? And it's funny because later on I'm asking Dan, I'm like, what do you make of all that? And Dan's like, Lenny shouldn't be doing a hurricane run. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The dude's talented as hell. But he tries to do stuff back when he was lightning Lenny. Lightning Lenny. Yeah, he was our cruiserweight champion back in the 90s. In the night. Can you believe that? Somehow, like, it's a surprise. No, no, like, sometimes I'm hard to get rid of. You know, like, that's what you're hard to get rid of. Oh, he does. He would take the most ungodly, nasty, sick looking bumps. Lenny would. I mean, he used to work, he would go down and work for, what was that? Ah, hell. Uh, World Wrestling Empire, those out of Tulsa, right, go right. down there. Okay. He would work for them back in the old right. days in that armory building or whatever. In the days, yeah, I mean. Why we're, why, why, when we're getting ready here, we've got, uh, let's see here, this is going to be a hell of a deal today. Uh, to, to wrap up our show here, we've got we got Simone Predator with us. I get your rap. you got the rap guys here. you he is, rap he is, up the he show. Is, he is, uh, let's see. Everybody has to have a nickname on the show, so we'll say that the Samoan Predator is like a grilled cheese in a Cadillac, stylish but yet classy. We've got uh, <laughs> we've got John Moser with us today, J.M. Steele. Uh, it, it, when, 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 when J.M. Steele is here, it's going down like the Titanic's violinist. Um, Mike Game, <coughs> the, the illustrious Mike Game, Thank you. formerly... Wichita's leading black intellectual. But I'm not black. I'm my game. You're... <laughs> and uh, uh, he's, he's like a tarantula at a picnic. And then we've got on the couch, we've got 101, who's like a gerbil in a batting cage. I know that fucking guy. <laughs> that bastard. That bastard. And, and sitting next to him, uh, John Moser gave him a nickname already. He's 102. <laughs> I know you're not one of them. That's right. You can be like a radio station. be 101.5 or something. <laughs> one and a half. One and a half, baby. Almost now, uh, now tonight, Samoan Predator is going to be part of a, uh, and I think J.M. Steele is going to be there as well, part of this uh, Sandhills Event Center show, Taz Wrestling, Total Action Zone Wrestling. Uh, doors at 6, show at 7, I believe. Yep. And uh, Samoan Predator will take on Shad Satu in the Battle of the Samoans again. I actually like that we have a bunch of like independent wrestling scene companies. I, cause I remember when it was, well, they probably remember it more than I do. But I remember when I first got, when you first took me to that KCW show. KCW, was it? Good times. KCW, where we went and seen a, a, the, we went and seen a ladder match where nobody seen climbed the ladder. Nickelback concert, you said? <laughs> They did a ladder match, and they did a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Nobody went through a table. Nobody got hit with a chair, and these guys wrestled on the ring, and then at the end of the match, the guy ran up the ladder and took the belt. Why don't we just call it a furniture match? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of furniture 
and uh, and also there was a guy on that, just and, doesn't, that doesn't have a ring to it, you know. And, and the and first you, ever furniture match. <laughs> it'd be kind of like it'd be kind of like one one rapping about unicorns. Yes. <laughs> Just doesn't have a good ring to it, you know what I mean? Magnet. Oh, God. You got spirit in the love seat. The love seat. <laughs> now, now keep it. Bah God. Bah God. He got hit with the ottoman. Bah God. <laughs> oh my now, gosh, that dining set has a family. Keep keep in mind, this is also the same company that at one point their champion was a guy by the name of Jammer, who John Mosier managed. Don't make fun of my friend. And Jammer. <laughs> His shoot job was he worked at Buffalo Wild Wings. And who did who, who managed that Buffalo Wild Wings? You. That's right. I, I now, now was in in the middle of his match where he was defending the title and they were doing the street fight and he was outside the ring. Michael Game over there, the illustrious Michael Game, sat. He sat with cousin Chris, okay. both of them. They yelled and screamed shit at Jammer like, "Where's my order?" <laughs> Barbecue sauce. We want some ranch. Right. We want some ranch. Because I, I, I ran and the guy it. goes backstage I and he's like, God damn it, who keeps yelling, where's my order? I do remember, Jiggy, I do remember that one chant they started saying, yes, we are gay. Yes, we are gay. I don't, I don't recall that. Yes, yes, I don't recall that. We chicken we like, we just like choking it, but... I don't recall that. Well, because I, I found out about the Buffalo Wild Wings thing because this girl I was seeing at the time, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. And he and, was there. And he was there working, which is fine. But the motherfucker was like, what are you doing here? Bitch, I'm coming to eat. Motherfucker, what are you doing here? <laughs> it's obvious why I'm here. I'm getting it's some wings. It's, it's only one reason I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, so uh so Something so liking male rooster, I don't know what those guys are. But 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 that is that is the good thing. There is all these indie companies popping up. Everybody's doing their thing. Hell, Simone Predator when he was here yesterday was talking about how he's got a booking here, got a booking there. The dude's working all the time. He's good. Well that too. No, I'm not sucking up. Just telling the truth, okay. You know, it's like one on one, I see these shows he's on. He's on every single show or he's at every single rap show. It's because he's good. Got 102 opening for him. 102's opening, the whole thing. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers in the town done forgot about me. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's I didn't forget. I didn't forget. I know you could. <laughs> Mike was in the booth. Never forget. One time. Never like, forget. If people forget, maybe it's time to wake them back up. Uh-oh. That's what it is, and that's all we getting on. Uh, my man behind the camera over here, Sleep G. That's also the engineer. Sleep G in the building. Oh, yeah, shout out Sleep G. He nice yeah, that yeah. Hey, yeah, beats, graphics, videos. I mean, and he's not afraid to come to the hood. Like he'll come to the hood and shoot you. Like with like, the man bun. Yeah, with, with the man, man bun. bun. Like he'll, yeah. he'll come shoot your video in the hood. Yeah. He'll pull up anywhere. I told him. I said, you know what? I'm in the hood on the north side. That's where I'll be. <laughs> I'm in the hood on the north side. Like literally, and he pulled up like. <laughs> Yeah. Bunch, like it's a bunch of about six niggas out in the, out in the yard looking really scary. He pulled up with his girl like, "Hey, what's up? You ready?" Basically, it's not a place that white. It's kind of like me in my fanny pack. It's like, hey, <laughs> hey man, hey, I'm just saying, if I see you walking down two fifth with a fanny pack, hey, trust me, you good in my hood. Yeah, does he? Does he do the thing like when Eddie Murphy used to make fun of people. He goes like. He goes, you have that white guy who always tries to act like he's black. Stuck on, yes, my fuzzy-haired brother man. Yes. <laughs> hey, I was told a couple weeks ago that there, there, or well, about a month ago, that there, there was a DJ here in town who, uh, well, he, he's not from this town; he's from another town. But uh, he made a comment that all hush rappers are trash. Yeah. But he did this in front of the hush rappers. 
<laughs> and they threatened to jump him in the parking lot. See, that's hush. And so right. then I was... See, that's right. hush. They threatened So then I was told later... Yeah, so they don't threaten, they just do it. Exactly. He, uh, yeah, like they, like he would have never made it out the parking lot. He would have never made it out the parking lot. Well, he kept telling me, he said, you always have all these wrestlers and all these rappers on, and they're all trash. They're all trash. You would have heard a mic drop. <laughs> and 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 then he goes well, just the like the Hutch rappers, they're all trash, and so they threaten to jump in the parking lot. Well, the next day, I get this call from the guy that promoted the event, and he goes, "By the way, Jiggy, you are an official member of the black community, because last <laughs> night the black community was about to jump that DJ's ass because he said you're trash and all the rappers are trash." Uh, so you got to play at the barbecue then. So apparently, but 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 it's not official. Because Mike Game has to get it approved with the rest of the black. Oh, community. it's got to be verified. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, like, um, we have our black caucus meeting um, at the end of every month. Um, it's supposed to be on the first of the month, but you know, niggas. We never make um, it. <laughs> we never Jesus. So you know, we're still putting up the vote, and the DJ he's speaking to, uh, one hundred and one, and the DJ he's speaking about um, is a numbered DJ. It's not two, and it's not four. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. clueless. Sorry, but hey. I, 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 you got to remember, I'm, I'm an old white dude. I'm going to be sure. I've been a DJ in the town for, for quite a while. I, used to DJ. I ain't got no problem saying DJ3. Right? That's my Okay. Y'all might not like them back in the day. Hey, that's hey, that's the home team. Shout out DJ3. Corey DJ in Wichita. They cool. They cool. I just thought, I'm don't. i I'm not afraid to talk about well, yeah. the DJs. They, because they're not afraid to talk about me. Well, me too. Now, I ain't going to lie. Like, the main problem I feel we have in our city is the lack of support. We have a horrible support system. And see, this is what he was telling these guys. He was like, you guys are showing up here, but I've seen six different flyers on Facebook saying I'm performing for this guy. He's like, well, why don't you share the one flyer that everybody's on? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> simple. He made one flyer. Everybody's on it. We wish we would push it. That's it. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's, it's crazy, like, in the dub, like... Because it was Twista, and then opening was this rapper that is promoting that he was opening for Twista instead of... Like five they've got Twista, and there's five other dudes. No, <laughs> and, you know, yeah, actually, and it, I seen that, and there was actually one rapper that took Twista's face off of the poster. I was like, ooh, don't show up to that show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to go perform at Twisted Show and expect to not get my yeah. hands beat. You know? and, and like well, having Hulk Hogan is, on a card and taking him off the thing. That, you know? that, well, well you, like, should, you should take Hulk Hogan off every card. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Predator, in, in, uh, in, in all fairness, Mike Game can't stand Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan. Why Hates not? them both. I just want to know why. Well, Hulk Hogan <laughs> has always been a trash wrestler. Um, and he says nigga a lot. He's earned that right. No, no, he has not. I don't care how many pairs of Air Jordans he has. I do the monthly uh, white people meetings in the hood. Uh, I've never seen him there. He does the tanning booth. He, he looks... Yeah, because I also attend, the, since I am half white, I also attend the white... Yeah, I, I attend like the white people hood. You're like our ambassador. Meeting. Yes. Like <laughs> well, he's kind of like a liaison. He shows up to tell everybody why he don't like white people. Look, the niggas in the hood. In all fairness, in all fairness, <laughs> once upon a time, 30 years ago, a whole, a whole white woman 
pushed me out of her vagina once. So, like, pushed me all the way the fuck out. So I can say what I want That's about white people. Right That's a strong woman. You see that big old head right there? Man, <laughs> I'm telling you. That's what she said, too. Wow. Ah. Y'all need that. Yeah, y'all need that in the background for the radio. But no, nah, when it comes to the Wichita rap scene, I can talk a lot about it because, like, I, when I ran ICT Hip Hop, I ran into shit with rappers. My biggest problem with the Wichita rap scene is everybody thinks or wants to be a rap star instead of just fucking rapping. Yeah, like, that's... I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna that's like these wrestlers who want to be actors. Like... Or these wrestlers who want to be MMA guys. First of all, I got... This is... This is I'm on lot too right now in my city. This is for all the local rappers. Yes. If you don't have no features with any mainstream artists, you're not networking, you're not going out of town, you're in the same boat as we are, homie. Don't talk down on no other rapper. I hate that. You niggas are crabs in the bucket. That's all we don't make it. It's like, and it's so sad because Wichita, the Midwest itself, has some of the hardest rappers the world's never heard of. Simple. And, and you know what the problem is? The problem is the internet. Now look. You know, it's, it's funny. It's just a known fact that the Midwest, no matter what it is, fashion, clothing, Anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's gonna take a while for it to get here and actually. Yeah. Here, yeah. Every you know I so I did and me and you guys bring up this 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 Midwest thing. I did it uh, just a business call. Me and Seth Stevens, our buddy. He's my buddy again now. He won't be in six months. But uh, <laughs> he, every once in a while, he's my buddy. That he's not my buddy. I don't know what happens. Um, I found that where Kenny Zombie Jones is. He's He's selling moves to Burgess's daughters. Okay. Right? Well, <laughs> oh, he's probably he's probably got invited to their birthday party, and he's probably the clown. But um, Ooh. They, uh, <laughs> the thing is, um, they 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 told us they said, "Hey, guy. got a question for you." All of our artists go out there; they have a good time. And they come back. Is anybody doing any hip hop out there in the Midwest? Because we don't know. Nobody's ever said. Exactly, that's a shame. <laughs> and it's like a thousand and, and me and Seth are like, nobody's doing hip-hop. And, and, and the thing is that kills me is what Wichita is. We had our chance to back one guy. We had, we had XV, yeah. and all you ever heard was XV slander every fucking day. Yeah, like every... Let me tell you something. I, I'm not... I, I, I just put this out there. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, if I meet you, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's an even feeling. That's mutual right there. I got the same amount of respect for you. Now, you come out to me saying some weird shit, then we just lost that bit of respect. You know what I'm saying? You come out to me saying some good shit, then, you know what I'm saying? We work. But that's not how it works around here. It's and not. everybody, the, the thing is, the <laughs> most popping artists are trash. Yeah. They're trash. But they have a, they have a support system behind Man, them yeah. that's putting money back behind them. You know what I'm saying? This dude... Was a bum sleeping on his baby mama couch, but because they just got their tax returned in, he the hottest artist in Wichita. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what it is is we used to be, we, we, we used to be a guy in Salina by the name of Young Man. You know what I'm saying? We have to have the actual <laughs> artist pop out, not just someone um, that's like mediocre. a mini Afro type deal. He jumped to pick a candidate. Now that nigga's trash. That nigga is trash. Young Man. King Bane, my yeah. homie. King Bane, my homie. We gotta take that. We gotta look no, I'm at sorry. That. I'm sorry. I'm look. I, I respect you as a man. But, <laughs> you know, T Real. Yeah, the singer. See, that's my that's my big bro. I, I and he's coming to Wichita. Like yeah, I exactly. Mo, Mo three. He 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 personally snapped me and was like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna be in town. Let me know what you're doing." 
Like, that's like, that's really my bro. I've slept in his house with his baby mama. His, uh, his son Jordan, the autistic one, that's my little nigga. When he was, when, when before he got big, he was singing at Aztec. It's a teen club on the east side of Topeka, Kansas. Yes. I've known this man. And all the hard work he's put in, like I said, crabs in a bucket. Yep. King Man is one of them crabs in a bucket. That's why you're not going nowhere. Because at the end of the day, you, y'all had, like I said, we got one person at Topeka, Kansas, that's not technon that we that 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 that, that didn't put in the work to make it. Yeah. So why are you on Facebook slandering this nigga? Like the nigga's putting this on and he's coming Did back. He, didn't he do the diss with like E Profit? Yeah, something like that. First of all, I've no, I don't know anybody in Wichita that's done a song with Boosie that gets love from Boosie that that really like you can be in his house. Like I know, I know Boosie from yeah, T Rail. Yeah, T Rail can go to be in Boosie's house. And at the end of the day. Okay, sure. You're not. You're not like. And any like. And I feel like if anybody should feel like salty, it should be me because like we don't. Even, we don't. We don't even like talk like that. But at the end of the day, it's not like that because I'm a real one. That's my bro. We came up from the same yep. place. You doing your thing, and I'm every every hot song you drop. I'm gonna let you know. He be sending me stuff. I'm like, bro, you late? I hear your shit. <laughs> I already heard it, bro. <laughs> Give me some new shit. You be like, yes. damn. All right, I got you. Like, I don't get it. Why do we hate on? Like, I feel like Wichita, the Midwest, could be the new death row. We could really take it over because we have so many artists that are hard. They're talented. We can like. It's just that we all just the the talented ones. The ones that are talented don't have a good promo behind them. That's true. The ones that have an amazing promo behind them, the ones you see with the forty, fifty thousand views after ten minutes of popping up a video, that that's paid. That's that's an internet well, yeah. that's an internet rapper right there, and I've seen it. The the man behind the camera seen it a hundred times since he's done our shows a hundred times. Uh, they they got five hundred thousand views. They the hottest artists in Kansas. Ain't and nobody at the show. Sh- with nobody. <laughs> yep. Looking I've like Petty Murphy. <laughs> and see and see my time running. I should see hip hop is really. My time at Oxygen Hip Hop is really where I came up with the I fucking hate rappers thing. Because I used to, like, I fucking used to get emails all the fucking time. Why is this guy posted? He's trash. Then and then I was like, because he sent me his fucking music and I give a platform to everyone. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like, when I ran Oxygen Hip Hop, I rarely gave an opinion on a song. I just posted it. Because... If I gave an opinion on every song, people would start getting really upset. You know what, what, <laughs> what really messed up the ICT hip hop scene was the internet. All right, and yeah. Soulja Boys and all them internet rappers. Now, so, let me tell so, you why. Let me so tell you why. basically, because basically, before to be a rapper, it was work. You had to put in work. You got to have money behind you. You got to know people. You got to hit, hit that grind. You got to go up and be in shows <laughs> where nobody knows you, and they may boo you off the stage, but the next show won't. Like that's. That's the kind of grind you used to do. Now, you open up a Facebook page and send it to 2,000 of your friends and y'all or, or you open up a Facebook page and you disguise as Justin Bieber, you get all these likes, and then, but we won't Who did it. that? Who did that? No, hold on, hold on. You, that's, I know that story. <laughs> I know that story. Someone in the town did that, bro. Right? Yeah, they, they did a Justin Bieber page, bro. Like a million and a half views. Next week, switched everything over to his team. Yeah, I was like, oh god, no, he didn't. Hey, you know, you know what I think the That's common clever. the common That's theme clever. here. If you gotta fake it till you make it, do it. That's clever. The <laughs> the the internet is ruined. From what we were talking earlier with with Mosier and the Predator, you know, Predator he goes up and down the roads everywhere. Yeah, but. He doesn't get certain bookings because this guy over here is a big deal on the internet. The internet's ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. 
They really have. They've ruined <laughs> rap and wrestling. They've ruined, they've ruined organic. <laughs> they've ruined organic actual uh, the the feel of music because now everybody wants that new new. They want everything new. Even artists that get signed, they have to go in and make 120 songs before they put out a 20 track album. That's that's whack to me. Back in the day, you put out one hit, Scarface on my block, still gets played to this day. Yeah. So what you're Guess what? Is... I'm not going to play Lil Uzi Vert next week. I so you're saying like rap. The, the rap scene is just like the independent wrestling scene where people get butthurt too easy on simple stuff. Yes. Yes. A lot of yes. But I think the butthurt is different because that's from the suplex. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, you like, what? Oh, well, you didn't tell us about a show? Oh, well, da 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 or, yeah. Oh, and it's, it's a or... lot of it's a lot of picking and choosing and favoritism and whatnot. I'm I'm not the favoritist artist though in, in the town. You know what I'm saying? Everybody begs for shows. I'm sorry, I gotta put it out there. Hey man, can I, hey bro, next time you got a show going on, man, try to get me on, bro. Man, I remember that five dollars I let you borrow last week, man. Come on, get me on the show, man. Can you let me, can you let me say three syllables? Yes. And you know what's crazy hey, is he'll get, he'll get on the show. And have just an instrumental playing. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. no. What, hey, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I wrote this song eight years ago. I just never recorded it." Or ah. if if they don't do that, or if they don't do that, he doesn't have a show mix. And he's just rapping on top of his song, which is awful. Yeah, I do that. Well, uh, <laughs> we we've got we've got in studio Samoan Predator. We've got uh, Mr. John Mosier, Mr. Michael Game, the, yes. the illustrious Michael Game, and uh, this. This show we're going to be talking about here, All All Hallows Eve Battle, Kush Powers Against 101. We have 101 in studio, the big star, star stage One. and screen. Uh, let's see, who else is on this? Zealous Superstar. And Melo. Versus Melo. And uh, live performance competition hosted by Mr. 316, the big star. Shout out Mr. 316. And uh, Raffles. This event will be filmed. Uh, special guest performance by Mike Game's favorite. I'm gonna let everybody My nigga know. Keezy. My nigga Keezy. <laughs> if, if, sleep, if sleep doing raffles, I'm gonna let everybody know right now. If y'all, if, if go ahead, don't put no money in for the raffles. You can make me a whole album. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get, I got, I got at least two free beats from a raffle competition. You know what I mean? Shit, fill my and, whole uh, album. And it's gonna be no at raffles. Steel Bar. Yeah, that's on St. Francis. Like Drink specials, the whole nine yards. Oh, it's gonna be a little bit. We may have to send a camera and mic game to this thing to interview. Well, I was gonna be there anyway. Be more people there uh, yeah. for that. <laughs> I, I, I guarantee. Oh, there will be more people there. Yes. For this than there was yes, last there's, night. There's there's all there's more. There was more people in the Simone Predator's house, and he's not even home right now. <laughs> than there was at that show. <laughs> Come to this battle, y'all. We got him. I got tickets. We all the battles. We got tickets. I'm selling for five a piece just because I want y'all to come. You know, support the town. I don't care. Just come get these tickets. And I'm giving them away for free because fuck them. Hey, all you other, all you other local artists, all you other local artists, make sure you know. Keezy is the promoter in town. Yes. And, and see, I this is the I, thing. I promise to you, I'll never work with another promoter besides Keezy is not only doing this event, but he is putting the, he is helping us put together an event here uh, on Sunday, November 26th. We are going to do an event here in the studio. 
It is Freestyle Sunday. We encourage everybody to show up for this thing. Uh, Mike Game's going to be our special guest that day. And, Am I? Uh, I don't know. Dude, that's a month away. You know what my cancer and shit, I can't be predicting that far out well, in the future. <laughs> Open door policy. Anybody can show up at any time. And we will have DJ Spawn with his turntables here. Man, you know what's crazy now, about Spawn's the back? Spawn's great. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I met so. Spawn on here, but I, I knew him from back in the day in the DJ scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember his name and everything. So, so Keezy, you're right. He's promoting this event. He's promoting and our event. He's all over today. Not only that, this is the first promoter I worked for that said, hey, guess what? You're getting paid to show up. Yeah, I'll oh, thought, yeah. I appreciate that. You know hmm. what I'm saying? I, I appreciate that my talents now have been recognized to a point. Guess what? You want me to sell some tickets? Give me some tickets. Now, uh, before we get to our to our uh, impromptu person who's just blowing up my Skype, and I'll get to them here in a second. I don't know what the hell this is. Uh, Samoa Predator, do you have any questions for, for, for the crew here? Because I know you got a blast out here in a few. Uh, nah, I just got much love respect for y'all and everything. Think y'all can keep doing your thing. Uh, you mentioned people hating on y'all. It's me, y'all just y'all are doing something right. You know, so just just keep doing it. Always, always stay hungry. Oh, gosh, you know, you you always stay hungry, stay hungry and get out there and take what's rightfully yours. That's good. that's good words right there. That's good words. I appreciate that. I, I watch uh, Dr. Eric Thomas every single day. He's a motivational speaker, man. That sounds just like him, honestly. And, and, and that's the shit that'll keep you ahead in this game. Promise. And I, I look forward to hearing y'all soon. So yeah, come, so yeah, I do yeah, my doctor. Come out to the show. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you get your ticket because yeah, you just say you debowed that ticket from me. I'm you know what I'm saying? You, yeah, like, you debowed that yeah. ticket yeah. from me. Let me get a second one for uh, Lady Ateo. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. So, some some old predators got to come through. Appreciate it. I remember talking to Keezy about this battle when he first came up with the idea. I was like, I don't know if you want to do that, man. People be hating. Rappers are trash. They like to not do. They we like to. Have, they like to not show up to shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and there is a lot of hate. But you know what? Kush Kush Powers has he he brought up. He did the best thing ever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying by mentioning your name. No, he brought his dog outside and let me kick that motherfucker across the street. <laughs> yeah. That riled up half of Wichita. I had. Yeah, like, I, I had the Humane Society in my inbox. Nigga, you kicking dogs? Listen, listen, yeah. look, bro. I didn't even. You like, Well, like, I didn't even know him, but I'm like, hey, why are you kicking that homie's dog? We, 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 we have to go to Skype for this this person. They just keep blowing up my Skype. Oh, Who the hell is this? Somebody's calling. They keep calling. And apparently, I think they want to talk to 101 for whatever reason. You have reached the voicemail box. <laughs> the we, we, we reached the voicemail. Okay, let's do this. Let's call them back. I mean, that's the best thing. We're going to keep calling them. Hopefully they'll pick up. We got tickets. The whole you night. have reached the voicemail box. Well, I guess three, uh, one, this is Kush, by the way. Three, I guess just leave nine, a voicemail for him. <laughs> oh, you want to be? Yeah, beep. You're good. good. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is the... Uh, Ceremony of why it is we don't like Kush Powers. I'm gonna go around the room for everybody. One on one, don't why don't you like? <laughs> well, really, he's a trash rapper. One on two, why don't you like? 
Well, he, he, he looks like he's <laughs> under his weight class. Number three, why don't you like him? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's got any skill compared to one on one. You know what I'm saying? Number four, why don't you like? Who is he? Kush Powers. <laughs> who? Kush exactly, Powers. That's what we're saying. Who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's the. He's the. This. This. This battle is actually a representation of real fans versus paid likes. So. I appreciate you, Chris. I, I forgot this was a voicemail for about two seconds. You know, I see you next time, bro. Just give me a call. You know, what I'm saying? Anytime you... well, there, oh, there it is. Right he said, "This is different." And uh... what up? Hey, <laughs> are you answering the phone? Yeah, I thought we were on the Skype. Oh, uh, we on the air? I ain't used Skype since 2002. I was just let's, let's, let's call. Let's call it one more time. See if I'll pick up. He's watching it watching live. porn. You got to be careful. Well, man. too. He ain't switching the phone over for that. Say if you're interrupting the stream, you'll piss him off. <laughs> 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 oh, he said call me. He's waiting on you. Uh, well, that's what we're doing. It's what we're doing. Yeah. There he is, I think. 101 is the type of dude that don't have 101 in his bank account. Over here talking <laughs> all these oh bad, Is this a woman? You are like Is this a woman speaking? Oh, bro. Like, what? Sounded like your grandma for a second. Nigga, for real. Like, nigga, what? My grandma battling 101 now? Goddamn, Granny? <laughs> Jiggy. Woo. Jiggy. If Y'all you, are just so J- mad all the time. Jiggy, what if the you were going to set me up, if you were going to set me up to get, like, roasted, you got to do it with someone that's not at home Googling jokes. Right? You know <laughs> Oh, oh my God. God. Hey, he has to battle. make it to the radio interview. All Hallow's Eve battles going down. Kush Powers and oh, 101. Make sure you're here. Kush, Kush. Doors open at 9. We got the tickets. Kush, help me out real quick. like a midget. Like, damn. See, what we need to do is we is we need to have... some paint or something. Must be awesome. So, so Kush Powers has joined us on the Skype. He is going to be taking on 101 uh, at Steel Bar, 1028. Uh, he's he's not taking. This is a live murder. No. Oh, it's a live murder. Well, yeah. so 101 going to die. Like, 101 don't got <laughs> no balls. Like, you told him this something like, cool, I'm a lyrical miracle. Exactly. 101 don't even eat unless his baby mama work at the pawn shop. So I don't want to talk about it. Damn. Hold on. Hold on. Cheat on the low, bro. Trust me, I hooked the whole hood up. Don't get me wrong. All right. See me, I eat. You know what I'm saying? I lift trees on a daily basis. You're like you're like Samoan prince. Right, 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 right. right. So, let's, so what I want to do, what I want to do is challenge Chris to pick up a twig. I bet he'll shoulder it though, like a mug. Hey, but even the stick, if he puts it on his shoulder, he's going that way. You know what I'm saying? He's the rap version of Kenny Zombie Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Zombie Jones. Now uh, he's like the rap version of that tripod right there. DJ Pixie Stick. Bro, I just y'all are just hating. I am way better than him any day of the week in any like. Well, in all in all, in all fairness, Kush, this is my game over here. Um, I hate all rappers equally, so especially white rappers, okay. especially white ones. Okay. I I love your hate. Hey, you know white people suck. We we fuck everything. He's up. not really white. Have a good show, sir. Oh, God. Take it off. Oh, he, I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> and uh, and we've got uh, we, we've got 
Kush Powers. Maybe we'll have you in studio next week. You want to come up? Hey, I should have I should have been in the studio, but like. I don't want to be around him, bro. Like, I'm surprised y'all are around him. Like, he was in the hospital, like, two weeks for some, like, HIV stuff. Don't let him cough on you or nothing. Wow. This comes from the motherfucker who looks like he's about to die of AIDS. Right, right. Oh, my God. Bro, I'm telling you, he's all bad. He's dirty, bro. He probably smells like that. It's going to be a good battle. I can't wait. So, so this this is going to be a hell of a deal. Tickets on deck. No. Mellow's got them. Yeah, yeah. There they are. Bro, hey, hit him For up. our television viewers, there up, they bro. are. He need to pay his rent. One run don't got no rent money, so hit him up for the tickets. Yeah, I know. I know. Sure I was too busy paying your money. baby mama's. Damn. She's more important. Damn. I'm telling you, hey, one one needs the money, bro. He don't got a car or nothing. Like, he bummed me out here. He needs the town support. We need to get everybody in the state of Kansas. We need to get a GoFundMe account for one of us. A GoFundMe? We ain't going to be able to pay for well. the or nothing. It's all well. Like, I feel bad for his family just because, like, when he dies, what's going to happen to them? Like, How's your dog? Oh, hey, it's all bad. It's all bad. But I don't need to call the <laughs> My police, game so, asked like, how the dog I'm, is. It's whatever. I'm not even tripping about it, bro. Like, right he signed his own death warrant. Like, he ran away. I seen him at the mall, like, last week, and he ran like a little girl. Like, oh my god! Hey, for real, one on one, you are one on one. You are running away from fucking no, middle schoolers, I'm, man. I'm, That's bro, fucked up. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 100 right now. Okay, I'm gonna be 100. percent I did. I saw him. He came up. He was, he was, he was coming up on me. You know what I'm saying? And I did, bro. I had to run off. I was tired of giving bums my change that day. You know? <laughs> so, like, God damn! I will not help you with so your you, change. So, so you were out in front of Quick Trip, and he was, and that's where. <laughs> No, worse. It was cases. Oh, oh damn. Cases. It was a case. <laughs> I was, you know, yeah. side side note, side note to this. We're we're having a lot of fun here with 101 and Kush Powers. All Hallow's Eve battles taking place the 28th of this month at Steel Bar. But we, me and Mike, game before we went to Steel last night for the uh, Petty Murphy roast. Uh, Who? <laughs> We stopped at the Quick Trip. It's like a conga line. They're all lined up. (laughs) I'm like, Jesus Christ. Aside from this battle, Kush Powers, a 101, I can't believe you guys have to put up with this crap. Wow. Hey, do do the old bum grenade, all right? What I do, you, you reach in your pocket, grab a handful of chains, bro, just throw it, just... Watch I ain't lying. Oh my god. One on one is lying. He don't got a handful of change. He don't got nothing. Oh Jesus. He won't turn it off. <laughs> Coach Powers won't turn it off. He's a constant gimmick. I love it. That's, that's all he is is a constant gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, I'm, t- hey, I'm telling you. One on one the type to say he's like an Irish Catholic killer or some Irish. dumb movie reference or some shit. And then nobody know what the fuck he's saying. Well, you know, you know. In all fairness, because everyone in the hood knows what a boondock saying is. You just came yesterday. I wouldn't expect you. In in all fairness, today, and I don't want to give Kush Powers any more any more material, but we had baked potatoes for (laughs) lunch here. And the minute and the minute one on one showed up, he's like, "You can't say baked potatoes around me. I'm Irish." You better goddamn believe it. (laughs) Hey, shout out Jiggy J. 
Guess they, what? They got, hey, they got good. Shout out to Britannia. She, I, don't uh, give, I don't give a good goddamn. Any radio show you walk in and he tells his wife, hey, cook some. Cook some potatoes up for the two fellas right there. I'm going every weekend. But Britannia, Britannia is 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 our is our secret weapon here. She is, she's something else. She can make stuff work. She can cook. She's she's hot. And uh, well, one and, one and she tolerates my game for more than a little bit. You don't get to eat at the that. house, so okay. you need to come there and get some food. Oh, my God. This guy won't turn it off. I love it. <laughs> I eat. I eat. I eat. It's obvious to tell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, the only reason he don't eat is because he literally got no appetite. For breakfast, lunch, He's and got dinner. no appetite. That's horrible. So, I'm going to tell y'all. Mellow, How about the guy you're about? You got any words for him, Mellow? Get some plugs in. Tell you so. He in the building. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> with the homie. Uh, it's your boy Mellow. I'm battling at this uh, zealous a superstar. Zealous superstar. I literally gotta look at his name every time because I don't know the nigga. But um, uh, <laughs> you, you know what's funny is is I have a a story to tell you guys when we get off air uh, that. Somebody from when we went and covered the porn awards last year, that exact line was uttered <laughs> by someone on the red carpet. You'll enjoy that story, but, Bro, but go ahead. Listen, <laughs> like, okay, so I guess, like I said, I didn't know him. So finally, when they gave me a stand, I was like, well, um, what does he do? He's like, well, he actually raps. I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm very well tapped in with the local rap scene. I know a lot of people that are rapping, like even the new wave of people that came out with Hit King and all his videos. But he even knows Kush Powers. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> anyway, like so, I look up dude's music. First of all, he had, he doesn't have one video over 350 views. That's like for real. He like, shot like 101. Damn. Oh my god. Like, oh my and so, god. And so like, he sounds I like listen 101. To, I listen to his music. It sounds like he heard an insane clown posse once, and like he just ran with it. Like. None of his music, like, you know, like, it's okay to be, you know, have some dark music every now and then, but I feel sad every time I listen to his songs. Oh like, there's not one song to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> you, you know, you know what's funny is that, and I, and I, I don't want to say this because I know that everybody from 101 to Kush Powers is going to jump on this. This is like a hip-hop grenade, but you're starting to make the guy sound like the guy who's hanging up on the wall there, good old Jackster. God damn it! Oh no, you didn't, shit, dude. <laughs> Fucking Jackster. Hell? Like it's bad and like. No, he brought me, a poster. He I signed mean, it. And he slapped it up there. I mean, I'm just like for, y'all, for, y'all, for any of y'all that don't know. Uh, I don't know, bitch. Oh, uh, what it's gonna be? Um, like I said, I got tickets. Steel bar. They're putting um, you over. Yeah, starts at nine. I'll have tickets. Hit me up. I'm selling for five. They like but, um, the fact you know how to cook. I'm gonna give y'all a little background when it comes to like, when it comes to battle rap in Wichita. Oh, we had to get to um, going for the show. Battle rap. I think the real battle rap scene, like where it got like a real like scene for it, was from my homie we'll Bub Love. Shout out to Bub Love. Bub Love, Cloud Nine, Mixed Martial Bars. Uh, if you go on YouTube, Mixed Martial Bars, it has his own channel. You can see all the Wichita battles. That's where we really started, and we started right on um, 9th Street. You and no. uh, in the streets, literally, like the first the first battle of the purge He's car, it's literally it. in the streets, Hold in like the cold, in the winter, we're outside. I was there for that. Yeah, I'm the show, Pete. Lips cracked and everything. Like, yeah, still bar yeah. 221 North Street, St. Francis on me. But, you know, when the, the battle scene kind of went away for a little bit, you know, you know, on the business side, a little, some of the battle rappers was feeling themselves more than they should be. F.O. You ain't gonna say no names. 
Oh damn, you just said their name. I know. <laughs> so like, so like we know, you know we kind of backed off. And then By the way, like, shout out fours. You know, so, you know, I you know I fuck with the four, but some of them anyway. But anyway, so like, you know, it left for a minute. Somebody tried, then they tried to bring it back. They failed miserably. But um, you know, now that um, you know the homie Leon Martin, he's putting on this thing. Shout out to Leon Martin for this. You know, he put on a thing. We really try to bring the culture back. So, like, if y'all got some battle rappers out there looking for our bars, come see me. Come see us. We out here. I don't remember what face. Um, just like, uh, like I told, I told Leon. He said, "You want to battle?" I said, "Put somebody in front of me. I'm a body." And that's what I'm gonna do to Zealous. I feel like when it comes to matching me and this kid up, first of all, I've been battle rapping since I was 18. I'm 22 now. Here's a question. You keep going. Yeah. But you. I've actually I've been battle rapping since I was 18. I'm 22 now. I didn't battle rookies okay. that's on my level, and I didn't battle vets. Shout out Charlie Alex. And at the end of the day, my experience is gonna be too much for him. I feel like he has nothing coming. Um, like I said, listen to his music, his wordplay, his bars. Yeah, I can. They're mediocre. They're, you know, they're, they're not top tier. Who's driving? Um, I don't feel like his not one-on-one. You know that? Like, like intelligence is even like on my level. Like my bars, my name flips, my schemes. It's not gonna be ready for him. What I'm gonna do is, what's that? I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna coach you this whole this this whole battle. I'm gonna coach you for all three rounds. I'm gonna show you wordplay. What about? I'm gonna coach you. For real. I'm gonna it's like it's like rap by number. For real, I'm gonna show you wordplay. That's that's hard, you know what I'm saying? My, I know my man's been doing the, the battle rapping and everything like that, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know, I, I know you called because I watch yeah. the videos, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's real. What I want to know is when you write your rap. For Kush Powers, is that cold as well? Like, did you write his rounds pretty cold as well, too? Oh my god, you don't know. Bro, 101. Wait, he's still here. Oh, oh shit. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh, man. No, I didn't write Kush. First of all, like, when I first heard Nobody Kush. Nobody can turn it off. I love it. It's like, great. It's going to be crazy. Like, it's like you guys all went to the Mike Game School for radio. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, speaking of writing for people, you, a lot of people don't know this, but I've been uh, Keezy's ghostwriter for like six years. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Is Keezy watching this? Hey, be. I would pay 101 not to write. Like, if, oh like, my god, he just so quit! I pay you some money to you never to rap again. Like, stick to being I'll a pay you money DJ, never bro. Again. Like, do that. Don't rap. Did you guys hear that? The reason why he's not at the radio show? Listen in the background. Damn. Damn. <laughs> hey, ain't no mountains of coke Shame. up in here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, because Nathan from the Joy Cops isn't here today. But the thing is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Now, uh, Oh, by the way, fuck you, Nathan. <laughs> Kush Powers 101 at uh, Steel Bar, the 28th. Are um, you bringing your dog? Oh, my God. Is he no, bringing... no, I won't be bringing my dog, but I will be bringing a casket, and we have a memorial service set up. That's hey, cute. You know, I that's went to right. steal here. No, that's cute. Oh, that's good, because proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. He doesn't have that's money true. to buy I, If I knew I was so going to die, I'd have my great beard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And his mom should see him in a tuxedo one time before he dies. So. Uh, aside, from, aside from the battle with Kush Powers 101, Zealous Superstar, and Mellow, who is in the live performance competition? Well, I see a bunch of well, we pictures, got, we, we, we got and one of these guys looks like Warren there. G. Well, first off, we got Ghost. <laughs> then 
this I, I don't I don't know the exact uh, what's going on with the live performance competition. I do believe they're doing like song for song. Yeah, like uh, I guess I guess I guess basically they're gonna perform and then we're just gonna vote at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, but we got but we got Doze on there. He from Shooter Move. Uh, you got Casper, Liddy Stacks. Uh, you got Toto. You got Shout out uh, Mike Benno, Mac and Yoli. Y'all see Zealous uh, is battle rapping and doing a performance. Oh, so he just had to get his face in there twice. I didn't even notice I that. Mean, I swear to God. know he ain't winning up the year, so we had to go something we I have feel got a chance you. in. I feel, <laughs> you. I feel you. Like, I mean, you, you got nothing coming over here. Um. <laughs> Jesus. He's, he's also going to be security at the door. Uh, he's also going to be the and, and, if, and if it's a Terrence Hayes show He'd probably taking money at the door too <laughs> If you could make I any money At a Terrence Hayes show Well you know what's funny is And this is a side note And, and this is probably going to give Kush and, Powers And 101 more material hey, hold on. Leon said tell my game Stop lying his ass off Where he bar your life away mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's my gun <laughs> Now Last night you know, Terrence Hayes had us come out to Steel Bar, had a good time. I got to meet the owners. It's uh, a good little bar. Uh, Actually, it's not a good little bar. The place is fucking huge. You could you you can yeah. literally park a car in there. Yeah. It is pretty huge. Yeah. And uh, so, or a Hummer. What up, what up, so, so they they've got all this stuff. Well, Terrence Hayes says that I am out to assassinate his career. You. I am even along though, along, along with along with Big Will me? and Lance Chafe in the Midwest Bangler, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm supposed to try to ruin his life, but yet I provided uh, at the last minute a host, um, last minute a door taker of money, Brittany, and uh, we went to the show when we had invited and invited to another event. But I'm trying to ruin his life because I. Well, <laughs> there I'm, are three I'm, things. I'm surprised he didn't find you get get somebody to put some chapstick on his shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, there is that. He usually hires somebody to do that for him. There is know? that. But that's 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 the beauty of Terrence Hayes. That boy right there. Hey, that's a delegator right there. He will hire everybody to. Oh do yeah, it was great for him. All right, let me tell you something. One thing I never do in the future. <laughs> It's a fucking Petty Murphy show. Is he on? Now, 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 Cush Cush Powers is with us on uh, on the old Skyper Rooney as well. And uh, Cush, explain to me this photo that you took for this poster. You don't look like you're a rapper in this. It looks like you're like an intellectual thinker. This, this. You know what? You you should look harder on this, shouldn't you? No, no, because, like, I don't want to overlap 101. Like, 101's trash, so I can't be, like, too exuberant, because if I... He just doesn't turn it off. He doesn't... Look, if you you notice, Sacrificial lamb. If I don't make him look good a little bit before the battle... There's no nobody will show up. If, like, if, you, if you look at the poster real close, we'll get to Mike here in a second. If you, Go if, ahead. If you look at the poster real close, look, one on one got an image, right? You know what I'm saying? Because Paris don't. He looks like Eric Foreman from that '70s show. You know Jesus, and he's got that hair. My God, I'm jealous of the hair, brother. <laughs> you got some. You got some long, illustrious hair there. It looks like a helmet, brother. I. Never, never cut the hair. Because if you do, it won't ever grow back. I mean, well, if he cuts I'll the hair, his dimensions will be all off. You know? I'm going to get it all that braided up and twisted in some cornrows. Now, now uh, while Mike Game was out having a cigarette, 
Someone chatted on Facebook Live with us, and they had this to say. Go. Uh, yeah, my boy Leon Martin said, "Stop lying your ass off. That's part of your life." <laughs> <laughs> hey, we might have a surprise battle at the event. Just yeah, no doubt. My, the resurrection of Mike. The resurrection of Michael Gabe. Nah, Keezy's my boy. He's my brother, man. He knows I'm fucking with him. Now, uh, I guess before we let everybody go, Kush Powers, before we let you go, how do we find you online, pick up some of your music you don't. And, and everything? Man, all, 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 you, all don't. you have to do is you just look me up on Google. It'll show up everything. Kush Powers is the automatic first hit on uh, any social media site, whether it be Twitter YouTube or Instagram. He's, he's like, original. He's original. Uh, you can Google his name. On Snapchat. I just got my 500 Snapchat follower yesterday. So like, 500, okay. Uh, so do that. I mean, you can uh, hit up my biggest fan, 101. Hit my biggest fan. <laughs> he just doesn't ever turn it off. He has all my music. Um, I love it. He sells them out the trunk of his car. Uh, so I thought he didn't have a car. Like earlier, he didn't have a car. Now he's selling. I don't. He got repoed. I ain't lying. Baby mama's car. I'm trying to be nice, y'all. I, I, I was being too mean to him. I gotta prop him up. I want him to show up. I don't. I think he's about to cry. Oh, so. that's massive. This, this guy knows. This guy knows as much information on me as he knows how to quit a coke habit. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. Well, it is. You know. You know. In, in all. In all fairness to the to the cocaine reference, uh, my ex-wife and I were thinking of moving to Wichita years ago, and she goes, I can't move there. And I'm like, why? And she goes, cocaine. There's so much cocaine. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. The only cocaine in the city of Wichita is in Cush's nose. Oh, everybody my God. Else, everybody oh else does God. meth. That's what they do. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So mad right now. Oh, we may, hey, we may you know next what? Sunday. You can, you can hear him trembling over the phone. Right? Have a comma in if, my bank account. If, if Keezy, if Keezy or somebody is listening, what we need to do next week on the show, since we had Mellow and One Hundred and One here, we need to have Zealous Superstar Who? show up Who? with. Kush Powers next week, Who? and, and swap everybody out. Kush Powers, if you can, see if you can get a hold of Zealous Superstar, and you guys ought to show up in studio. I next don't know, time. man. You, you got a lot of you got a lot of cracks out there, bro. He's in hiding right now. You never see like we gotta have those two here next week. You never see him out like in traffic, like. And then and then we'll call you guys on Skype. I can conference you in. You never see Zealous in traffic. Like I always see him at events. Like to be honest, I didn't know like Zealous rapping until like he got on stage. Like okay, let me tell you something about Zealous. He has a girlfriend, or I thought so. Like it's some female he be with, and it's fucked up. Some female he's with. It's fucked up because just some random chick. The female is better than him. Like I remember. Shout out to Missy Priest. Yeah, she Missy is cold Priest. as hell. She, okay, honestly. look, look, okay, like he's holding your career back. Baby. Yes, like you need to drop him and like just go for it. I'm like, like, oh, that's fighting words. No, out there. I, you know, Zealous coming at us now. Yeah, he don't, he don't want that. Um, uh, <laughs> my point is, I'm saying is like I was at the Steel Bar and he was doing a performance. I literally can't remember one lyric from his song, but the minute I heard the female's voice, I tapped in. I was like, wait, hold on, she's pretty dope. And then he started rapping, and I was like. 
like, Damn. It's, like her, it's like her it's like her being like in a cage, a lyrical cage that just A cage. Out. Being a like imagine being this like magical fairy like what, like a there. shark cage? Nah. It probably is a shark cage. <laughs> imagine being a magical fairy. So just imagine being Mike. Damn. <laughs> just, <laughs> fuck you one oh one. Well, uh, well, well, Kush, I appreciate it. Thanks for being with us, and hopefully we can maybe put it together and you can be here with us next week in studio. That's- I was about to say, yeah, shout out Jiggy Jaguar. Uh, I'll show up next week. We can kick it like karate, be in there like swimwear. Uh, shout out Mello. Shout out 101. Uh, shout out my baby mama. She's retarded. And then shout out my twin boys. I love you. And then, uh, yeah, I'll just see y'all next week. Okay, bro. I'll talk to you then. Do me, a, do me a favor, Kush. Wear a suit. We like burying people in suits. Oh, so my you know. God. What? I, I already hang it up. Hang it up, Jim. Hang it up, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kush. We, got we, we somehow managed to lose him. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> But 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 ne- next week we gotta have that, that, that we gotta have I, I I gotta hold I gotta hold the keys and I said you got it you've gotta find this zealous superstar guy because okay, I tried to find him on social media I, okay, guy don't like, have anything it's like Raj Mathis Kennedy or something like that yeah, he, changed real name. he changed it to zealous superstar you still can't so find, find him <laughs> and Kush. Put them on the couch. We'll call you guys on Skype next week. Okay. They're used to being on the, they're okay. used to being on the couch together. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, oh. But in that case, it's a love that. seat. Damn. We do have that. The casting couch. The casting couch. What we got here, I just got to give out. I say I'm on a lot right now, and all my people back from the north, they've been asking for shout out. Shout out my homie, uh, my brother, N.O. Uh, shout out, Kwan Chi. Shout out, my nigga, Jawan. Uh, we out here. Uh, Isaiah Howard. We out here, like I said, Steel Bar, October 28th. Uh, my homeboy, my brother, John John. We in here. Man's uh, <laughs> dog, uh, Fish. He's doing the commercial. Yeah, we out here. Let me shout out to. Carrie, you piece of shit, I want to see my baby, you fucking bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's all I had. That's the only shout-out I had. That's the only shout-out, Jen. I just, you know, Obama, of course. Obama. Shout-out, Obama. We miss you. uh, Oh, maybe we miss Obama. (laughs) Every white person in America misses Obama right now. On a real note, on a real note. Trump's paying people to do the wall. Just let me know. You know what I'm saying? I work for over 20 an hour, so you know what I'm saying. And we'll be you down there with sledgehammers, all the yeah, bullshit. You pay me over that. I'm building that wall all motherfucking day. It's gonna take you at least 20 years to get that motherfucker up. I'm I'm fucking ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that that about wraps it up here. Before we let everybody go, I want to start with uh, Mello. How do we find you online? Pick up your stuff. All, all right. that. Um, hit me up on Facebook. It's Romello Gilbert, R O M E L L O. Once you get that far, it's gonna pop up. You're gonna see me. Um, as for YouTube, when it comes to music, I have a few tracks. Um, you can go on, it's a channel called King P B I V, K I N G space P space B I V. You can catch some of my stuff on there. Shout out to my B I V niggas that live in the building. Um, I've been working with them. I've been actually patient with my music because, like, like I said, with Hit King, shout out my dude Hit King. I know, I know this from him, but my boy's so cold with this, with this video shit. He's making all these random people look like real rappers, and I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. that's real, that's real. And I were, and, and raise I, your I, price. I got, I got a passion for this. I got a pa- I've been doing this since I was nine, so I'm not gonna come out with this yeah. wave of new random yeah. rappers. Hit King, please. 
Raise your price, dog. You worth it, bro. Stop yeah. letting all these trash. Okay, and I just got word that they have dug up Zealous Superstar. He's somewhere. He will be here next week. Yeah, yeah. And he will be here with us. Uh, they had to get a hold of his caregiver. With Mr. Powers. I just want Zealous to show And I have been asked by his management to call him Mr. Powers. <laughs> you know who his management is, right? Him. <laughs> You know what is so funny, and and this this is this is not this is just me being an idiot guy with a fanny pack perspective. When this are you picture, those, this by the way, picture, this picture, him on. Couldn't he take a more like attractive, appealing picture because this Zell superstar guy? Okay, bro, he's because like, he looks like it, it, it looks like he's trying to like cosplay as a rapper. You don't bro. you don't get too many options with him, bro. Listen yeah. to his music. Like this whole picture will be explained. I, I gotta, I, I, I gotta, right I can't wait to meet this guy because this right guy here. looks like a comic book character. That there can't be that guy. That First guy can't all, be that Jiggy, guy in real Jiggy, life. Jiggy, we got a, a great, <laughs> we got a great videographer right here. I watch, exactly. I watch my man Sleep G. Okay, now, now this ain't no disrespect to nobody, but I watch my man Sleep G do his video for one of the hardest songs that he had. Like if he had Look. any, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Look. And he did that video. And this dude. Read that. Who did I say? <laughs> Who is Zealous? Who is Zealous? My man Zealous. My man Zealous had exactly. him do the entire exactly. video. Had him do the entire video. Edited and everything. Sent it to his inbox. Said, Nah, never mind. I want to do it myself. Hey, sleep. Hey, that's fucked up. That's he, looks, he, he looks like a parody of a rapper. I'm Bro, he's like, he's like, I called him this yesterday. Like, look, look it's a. Beat. It's like it looks like, like Dave Chappelle me. doing look, the rap thing. He tried to roast me. He called me corny. I said, the only thing that's corny is entirely as cornrows. I, re- I refuse. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait. You're battling a nigga with cornrows? Yeah, he looks like a great value hurricane. We had cornrows and so too. Great value. He looks like a great value hurricane, Chris, and I refuse to lose to this nigga. Great value hurricane. Like, he's still. Oh my god! Who's that? Is that? Is that? I, hey, that is the greatest thing. Hey, nigga, if you lose, only in the if you lose world, to a, if you, hey, nigga, if you lose to a nigga with beads in his hair, I'm gonna have to clown you, bro. His beads, hey, his beads, his hairy, stinking beads, right? Hurricane Chris. You know, you know what you gotta do. The always safe mystical. <laughs> for, for one night only, if you can find somebody that would do some merch. Get him to do like a mock up and put that great value logo on the oh, right. picture, yeah. the whole thing. Hey, and like at the end at the end of your deal, like rip open the jacket ah. and there it is. Great value Hurricane Chris. <laughs> Shit, where is Hurricane Chris? You might be battling Hurricane Chris. I have not heard of <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to restart his career as zealous. <laughs> you know what's funny is the last time I heard I heard from Hurricane Chris, he was supposed to be in Salina at a show. And they'd sold tickets to VIP, all this stuff. That's wow. Okay. And he got arrested in Oklahoma. Wait, somebody was gonna. Who the fuck is paying the? Who the fuck is paying VIP to see Hurricane Chris? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey baby, hey baby, hey baby. Who's paying for that? People in Salina, Kansas. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> That's like paying money to go see Twisted McPherson. <laughs> or Twisted here. People, people paid 500 bucks VIP to see him here. Oh that's my like, god! Nah, that's like going to see and Kate Murphy sh- in Wichita. And he, and he didn't show up. And then when he finally did show up for for the performance, and at the end the promoter was like, well, "We've got these VIPs," and he's like, "Yep." 
and turn around and out. I appreciate each of you paying $250. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm not kicking it with you guys, but I'm out. It's the weirdest thing. And, and what's funny is that, and I'm going to get in trouble again, but DJ3 got a call from... Not DJ Dub, DJ3. <laughs> gets a call from Twista. And he's like, oh, he needs you to go down and fulfill that... Uh, you gotta buy that two hundred fifty dollar bottle or whatever. So DJ B Ray runs down the store, buys it, comes back. Twista shows up and he's like, "We got your bottle." And he's like, "Yep, nice bottle." And I'm like, "Oh my god, he wouldn't take the alcohol." <laughs> oh I don't trust. No, I don't trust nobody that refuses alcohol. Fuck and you. And it's and it's you like. Been Oh my god! 2008, you're being generous. I was gonna say 2001, no, but no, because 2008, like that's when he came out. Like that's when he came out with wetter, like the perfect category. You know what's like, funny is like, that last like hardest shit. 2008. Is that I'm standing in the back with our buddy Michael Nagy, Nagy. and uh, sh- shout out Nagy, and uh, we're standing in the back, and all of a sudden, Twisted goes, "I got some new material. We gonna do some new material," and everybody like. Turns about face and starts leaving. Yeah, nobody wants to hear new Twister rap oh, in 2015. Like, you, know, you paid money for this. Motherfucker, you not paid money for this. I'm staying for the if whole If you do not concert. fucking do slow jams, I'm out of here. <laughs> I promise to you. Hey, I promise to you. Go, go look up some of his new material. His new material hard. It's just that he's not, he's not doing it on no new beats. My whole thing is, is that everybody has so many discretionary entertainment dollars to spend. Why would you spend that money and then go, nope, I'm only doing half the concert. We'll because it's Salina. No, it happened in Hutchinson. Heaven and Hutch. It happened in Hutch? Yes, yeah, happened in Which Hutch. makes a lot more sense. You could have had a better concert here at the, here at the Jiggy Jag show. <laughs> we probably could. Get, get a, hey, just get a little step-up stool right there and have him perform right there. Corner. Well, the next day he performs in Kansas City at a car show. Some, like, Latino gangsters or whatever put on. And everybody Somebody showed up. Gangsters. Everybody showed up for the cars, not for Twista. And so at one point he gets on stage and he goes, "I'm Twista. I'm a superstar. Damn it!" Throws his mic down and leaves. Let me tell you something. Usually, if, if, if you would have been, let me tell you, if you would have been in Wichita, that means you threw 101's mic down. And I'm going up there because I'm pissed. Everybody, well, you, my you know, you know what's funny about this is. Uh, Mike Game has had a show that we did one time where somebody did throw down the mic, and he's and I I, I had I had to do a show. As a matter of fact, it was a show a show for Zealous Superstar, <laughs> and and he brought Andre Rocks from uh, Wu Tang out. I don't know who the hell it is, but Wu Tang <laughs> has so many people. You know what I'm saying? Andre Rocks is a Wu Tang affiliate, and he's trash. Right, so, so and you guys know I love Wu Tang, so. so. so <laughs> So I get it's on like it's like Beast Mode Injection City. There's 45 of those dudes. See, see, I, I get on stage. I get on stage. You know, to the death, we get on stage and, and we kill the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Once we got off, well, all the technical difficulties, and I'm not gonna say no DJs. You know who? I mean, you. Wait, DJ, you know who? Shit, you know who? 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 DJ, DJ, you know who? It, it, he, his, his stuff was messing up that night. Okay, <laughs> at Club Bounce. Uh, yeah, we all we all have bad evenings. Uh, a month or two before that, they had like Trina there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, show. Hey, is Club Bounce still around? No, no bro. I'm talking about Zealous Superstar probably shut the whole club down. Not bro. in a good way. Not in a good way. <laughs> well, hey, he had Andre Rocks up there because Andre went on after he did. But Zealous, the whole crowd left. The whole crowd left. So Andre's up there. 
Andre's up there pissed. Amazing. So he takes my mic and goes. Amazing. Ah! Bro, like, first time I seen, like, Zell's perform, like, nobody was there. Like, it was at the steel bar, and it was, like, an empty room. Like, I think the only person that was there was, like, this little white girl in the front that was, like, he probably came with her. Like, yes. but... Well, it's a... It's... It, I just find that so shocking. A hip-hop show and a little white girl was there. Yeah, like, that's the most... That's Absolutely how, that's how bad your rapping is. We're, you know, you, know, you, you, know, you never show. see them and at, at rap shows. your only fan is just one little white girl. <laughs> I, now, of course... In all fairness, shout out to the white girls who the only people that have ever supported my game's music. <laughs> ever. And white girls in which are brave as fuck. Like, you'll see them in the first time in the 20s. Like, hey, 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 they, they are brave. The just they are brave. By themselves, like, no protection. They brave. Like, they, they use no fucks. They're in the hood with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they miss it next there week. Was about, you know? <laughs> there was they a bunch brave. of... What? Whatever yeah. happened to Becky? Yeah. Oh, there was, well, there okay, was see what happened is... That's, uh, that's star now. You know what I'm saying? star now. There was a bunch of little white girls at, at Penny Murphy's show. Let me tell you something, Jiggy. Go ahead. This hip-hop world kind of upsets me. It's the only place I can walk into a room and not one white girl wants to talk to the white boy. All right? I'm, <laughs> And I swear to God, I'm, I'm caught off guard. I'm like, oh, hey, how you? I, I'm, we the only two white people in here. We so. know each other. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, what's going on here? Hey, it's okay. I only do black guys. What? Hey, Isn't that bold. reverse racism? They're bold, though. Nah, it'd be racist if you didn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't. All I'm saying is... I only you know, do black guys. Just, just, like, I have an equal opportunity dick. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've often said it. No, I do not. I do not. Black chicks, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> oh, I love black That's chicks. That's why white girls hey, doing my this. Man. <laughs> I love black <laughs> chicks. Br- Britannia has said on so many occasions, if I ever leave her, it's going to be for a black chick. Hey. Actually, <laughs> actually, no, no, that's not true. If he ever leaves her, oh, him, God, her go. it's going to be for a black transgendered woman. <laughs> Hey, look, and what you saw, that's common. They'll, they'll get you back. Like, you'll see a You know, you know what's, you know what's funny? And, and, I, and I hate, I hate to put, I hate to put this out there because Mr. 316 and me, I, I consider him family. But he did a comedy show at Smedley's here in, here in town. And there was a transgendered car hop from over here at the, uh, she shows up at the show and she's like, and he's had a few and he's kind of standing there. And at one point, my buddy Rob, who I lift weights with, who knows, because he used to box when she was a guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he used to box. And, and so, and, and so he's sitting there and he's like, I love 316. Um, you, and then she like looks at him like, don't you screw this up for me. And he's like, none of my business, ma'am. None and, I, and the thing is, I know who this car hop is. That's how long I've been coming out here. I know the bitch. <laughs> Wait, like, he said that's why like, he be coming like, out like, here. Because <laughs> there's a big black bitch in the north, and it goes by the name of a foreign country, Paris. I mean, <laughs> something like that. He said, uh, Paris. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, that is his relation. Like, you probably get where I'm going. But at the end of the day, like, but from first glance, and this is why I think transgender should be illegal. Like, fuck Mexicans, <laughs> let them be here. That shit should be illegal. Nah, get Mexicans out of here, too. Well, you know what's funny is that this... This car hop, she'll like go to like Quinceañeras and like these Mexican dances and shit. She'll hook up with these like cowboy wearing bottoms, yeah. and she'll then say, "Oh, I'm on my period. Just put it in my ass." And I'm like, "Someday you're gonna do that to the wrong bato. He's gonna cut your head off." No, you won't. No, the Mexicans are freaks, Brad. They go in. They go in. Okay, listen, listen. Go ahead. Like, like, like the squad I be around, you know, like. <laughs> 
she not know she do. She should be moving it, moving that shit. And like he's a like this transgender dude. He's a real like transgender dude. <laughs> like that? he's a real like he's a constant client. And every time he comes in, he 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 has to brag about how these niggas be knowingly paying for dick. I don't get it. Like what's going on? Oh my right? god! Like bro, but like first glance, he literally it, it's he's like, bragging about paying for dick. No, he's bragging about these niggas paying for his dick. Like 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 off the rip. That's that's oh, why that's why Kush has so much money. You know what I mean? <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I have I have an additional story about our little friend from Oh There is a rapper Okay and Mike Game knows who this man is. is this a friend of yours? Skylo. His name is Motherfucking Skylo, where you at, dog? <laughs> Skylo's my Skylo's my Skylo, guy. Skylo Skylo and a bunch of his boys go out to this place here in Hutch called Grand Slam. Fucking hate that place. And there's this her name is Stefani. Stefan. Stefan, yes. <laughs> What when he when he used to box he was Stefan. And uh, <laughs> he was Steven then, now he's Stefan. And uh they're out there dancing, having a good time. Well Skylo and his buddy, who is I guess from Wichita or whatever, yeah, yeah. he's he and he I guess he's a rapper. Skylo won't tell me who he is in Wichita. <laughs> won't tell me the rap name, won't tell me who he is, but apparently they Tried to warn the guy, hey, you don't want to go talk to her. Oh, was he the guy that got went viral dancing with the tranny in Old Town? Uh, I remember that video. Well, he goes and hits this chick up, and then eventually they end up back at the guy's house. Like, she was on World Star. Well, they did all this stuff, what people do. The next day, he wakes up. He's feeling underneath the, the deal and he realizes there's some extra gear. <laughs> and so he jumps out of bed and he goes, uh, I gotta go. No, and she's no, like, what? And he goes, I gotta go and I'm gonna come back when you're not here. And she goes, it's your house. And he goes, exactly. And he runs out. That's hard. That's hard right there. I'd have done it too. I'd have hit the window on me. No, no, like, I, like... No, listen, like, that's like my, that would be my first murder charge. Nobody can ever know we were here. <laughs> but who'd you marry? But who'd you murder? Bruce or Caitlin? You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Oh, yeah, shout out Miss B. I, um, that's my sister. <laughs> he just, he just, he, he's like, I got some shout outs I got to do. Oh, and by the way, by the way. Speaking of transgenders. Speaking of transgenders, I just want to let you guys know for the record, I'm transgender friendly. I fuck with y'all. I mean, don't. Fuck me, but... I can tell, I can tell by your wrist. <laughs> Don't fuck me. <laughs> hey, man, I'm trying not to be problematic. Try not to be problematic. Well, that's good. I mean, I'll say whatever I want about white people and Mexicans and black people, but I do not want the gays and fucking transgenders on my head. They will hey, ruin your career, it seems You know what's funny is we went out to when we went out to Vegas for the porn awards, we took Tone Cruise with us. And Tom Cruise was, he loved all the porn people. Tom Cruise is a hater. He went and talked to everybody in the brother. I don't know the dude from like a can of paint, but he does not like me. Like, I got a homegirl named DJ Mesmerize. She be in Cali in Vegas, and she really out here doing her thing. Like, shout out to her, too. But, like, she um picked me for, like, a featured thing for her little blog thing. And when she posted it, I'm choosing Romello. They're there for my feature, and the song's called Free For Me. This song ain't even finished yet, but she just liked it so, that so much, he's going to use it. And he goes... What that nigga? I'm like, damn. Oh, really? Okay, you didn't get the pussy. Okay, don't 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 be a well, don't be a sour puss about it. Well, don't worry. Next year, I'm going to the porn awards, and it's gonna be fucking lit. He 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 yeah. refuses. Br- Britannia got him. She got board, him some I'm gear. Set him out on the floor. Did all the stuff. He would not go anywhere near the transsexuals or the she males. He's like, 
I, they're nice people, but I can't interview them because if there's a picture of me with them, that's going to ruin my whole career. It's going to ruin my image. So, <laughs> you're you right. You know, Mike, you can't be fucking with them. Well, you know me. But, I'm going to go ahead and get that money. Because I remember back in 2009 when I had that song, I know, for whatever reason, is I found out it's hella popping in the gay clubs. What was it called? I know. What? Nah, this is a song called I Know. By who? Me. Who? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out it was popping in the gay clubs, and the fucking goddamn manager of Fantasy was like, you want $500 to come perform this song here? I was like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Everybody in the crowd, I swear, what person touches me? And it was... Mike, you Mike know, you know what's the definition of selling out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know Motherfucker, I, man, back in the day when I was really about this shit, I, will fuck it, I was like, I will do anything for fucking money. So you guys, where you guys want me at? I will that's, why he's, that's why he's popping perform. in the gay clubs. He's I will, doing anything for money, all right? I will put holes in the wall wasn't doing too well, you know? <laughs> So, man, I'll come... I, man, I used to be like, yo, nigga, I'll come rap at your gay club, your clan rally, whatever, dog. You paying me? Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> You know what's you know what's great is uh, years and years ago they had Mackenzie Six, their drag queen barbershop quartet. That's a lot of shit. Crazy shit. It actually sounds fantastic. They did a show at Century Two, and I knew them from when they played the Smoky Hill River Festival in Salina. We interviewed them and everything, and they just. I don't know. They just love me to death for whatever reason. And they're like, you ought to come to our show. They wanted to know what was in the fanny pack. Apparently. So I show up at this show, and it was done. It was a fundraiser for some gay church in Wichita. There's a gay church in Wichita? Bro, I'm like, where? I'm burning that shit down. And I'm standing... Whoa, that's fucked up. You can't go around burning down churches. What's funny is I'm standing standing around, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, these are not my kind of people. They're all nice. They all, you know, everything. And at the end, they were like, we're having an after party. You ought to come over to Rain. And I'm like, what the hell is Rain? And somebody leans over and they go, it's a gay bar in Old Town. And I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. think so. No, we're not going, not going to the after party. I, like, I, like, bro, like, I've had so many, like, bad <laughs> going invite me to go to fantasies. And they're like, you just not gay. You just chill at the bar with me. I'm like, look, baby, you bad as shit, but I'm... If I go to that club, I'm looking gay. It's no way around it. There's look, I feel, I'm sorry, like there's just no way around it. If you're if you're a straight man found in a gay bar, you're gay by association right now. It's just like gang gang affiliated files. If you see me with a bunch of crips, the police are gonna call me a crip. So does that mean when he went to the gathering of the juggalos, he's part of a he's part of yeah, a gang? Yeah, yeah. You the same? Why'd you bring up the gathering of juggalos, Jiggy? That was a terrible experience for me. I got sexually assaulted. See. I did. It wasn't. It wasn't some by a juggalo old, either. Some old. Hey, it was by a clown, but he had no. To do with the oh my god! He had nothing to do when he was here. <laughs> yeah. No, it was some old leathery white woman. I woke up to her grinding on my face. Hello, Michael. He was ta- <laughs> he was he was taking a nap up against a tree. She was just she, she, she just, just got your head confused. See, this is what. Nah, this is this is what the fuck happened. I was fine, because I had been drinking all day, but Jiggy would tell you, I wasn't drinking as much as my game usually drinks. Yeah, it was And then was, a white person gave me a bottle. It was like, hey, it's Fago. I swear to God, like two hours later, I blacked out. It wasn't Fago. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I blacked out. That's a Mickey right there. You, you, you know, know, you know, know what's what funny? You know, if, you, if you go to a frat party, you know, don't drink the punch. Don't drink the Fago out of fucking ICP. We though, go, right? we go... What's so funny is at one point we put Mike on a on a trolley, and I've been to I've been to the state fair, you know, right around a trolley. I was on that bitch for like an hour. He's on this trolley. He has a white T-shirt. We met up with him like an hour later. 
It's all sorts of different colors. And I go, what happened? And he goes, I've seen things. I've seen things. And I said, what? And he goes, and if you get on this trolley, you will see them too. <laughs> pretty much. And so pretty we, much at Gathering the Jaglos, you can say shit like, show me your pussy. And they're going to do it. And bitches will pull out their pussies. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, gross. Yeah, yeah. Because those are not the type of pussies I want to see. We roll into this camp area, and out of nowhere, here comes all these fucking juggalos, and they spray us down with pop. And then, like, five minutes later, this guy comes out of nowhere with a squirt gun, and he starts shooting everybody. And everybody, they stop the trolley, and everybody on the trolley's like, Not cool, man! And I'm like, Okay, wait. Water's not. Pop was cool. Pop's okay. And. And it's so funny because me and Michael Maggie That's that white people shit Me and Michael Maggie are sitting there And they start throwing pop We're like, protect the equipment And the fucked up part is I've never been so thirsty in my fucking life As I was that day There's no fucking water anywhere Like it's fucking in the campground It's hot as shit It's either alcohol or fucking Fago And it's not cold Fago either It's warm fucking soda And in the middle of all this P.O.D. performs and I'm like, what is P.O.D. doing here? They're a Christian metal they band. They always got some weird shit going on. <laughs> yeah, like, ICP always has a bunch of random things that don't match. Like, yeah. And then, and then at one point, uh, I think Mike, we left. Mike was like, I'm not going down to that pit. You guys hang out. I'm going to. So, yep. so we leave him. We come back a little bit later. Some juggalette has cozied up to him. <laughs> and he's fingering her. And then at one point, she's like, I gotta go meet up with my friend, and she takes off. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, thank you. What yeah. in the simple, fuck was that? Simple, easy to remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I told Jiggy, I was like, man, never fucking again. Do not ask me to come to this shit. I was just, I had to. smell this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's like, it was like, nah, cause I was, like, the thing is, I, he kept asking me if I was gonna go for weeks. I kept saying, no, I'm not going. And then I got fired. I was like, shit, I have nothing to do now. <laughs> I gotta go. I ain't got no job. I ain't got shit to do, man. I'll go. And it's funny because we roll up there, and they're the way you got the media credentials. They're way away from the campground. And I pull up there, and I'm and I'm just making small talk with them. I'm like, hey, how you guys doing? They're like, we are doing so much better because we are not anywhere near that craziness. And I'm like, oh fuck, what have we got ourselves into? You know, you know, know, the Douglas just made it on a what's his name, Shaggy Two Dope. And uh, the fucking clowns, all right? You know yes. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they they just made it on Sway in the morning. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I watched that. It was actually pretty dope. It was cool. It was cool. I just don't like how they were like sucking Eminem's dick. Pretty. Oh, much. they're big Eminem guys now. Oh yeah. Y'all throw them through a studio room window twenty years ago. That's not right. we No, he's a great artist. No, he's good, man. <laughs> that was high school beef, man. That was nothing. We almost killed him in high school. We're good. Yeah. You told me through a fucking window. We are never friends. Ever. Well, it's, yeah. it's funny because at one point during one of the intermissions for one of the bands, that one the MC comes out and he goes, I got pizzas for all the juggalos. And they bring out like 10 or 20 Little Caesars pizzas. And everybody starts taking a slice. And Mike's sitting there and he goes, I'm not going anywhere near that pizza. <laughs> and so then Michael Nagy's like, I'm going down there. Because he went into the cultural experience. And he goes, after the pizza ran out, they started attacking each other with pizza boxes. I had to get the hell out of it. It's it's real. (laughs) ICP is so much unnecessary violence. Like, niggas don't even do this shit. Like, for real. Like, it's it's only in ICP is it, like, it's... Plan that we're gonna have a brawl today. <laughs> yeah, 
at least, yes. at least, at, at least, least, nobody's gonna shut us down. We're gonna finish. <laughs> at least, at least, if you go to a Boosie show and they mosh pit in that motherfucker, Boosie gonna tell them, hey, it's gonna, sh- it's gonna shut the motherfucker down, right? The the juggalo crowd, they start mosh pitting. They don't hey, I fuck. swear to God, ten minutes later, everybody's, oh yeah, man, this shit you hey, had. They had a guy at, at one point. They had a guy who was sleeping on a mattress, and they grabbed the mattress and they started crowd surfing the mattress. And then people were on the mattress, and they were doing weird things and all this. And Mike, Mike, and I are standing in the back, and Mike's like, "See, that's why I didn't go down front." Oh, <laughs> and then there was we went to this one tent. And this guy was trying to rap, and I was he happy. He went and it. heckled. <laughs> we went. I kept saying, you ain't trying this, to battle, though. There was this guy named... You ain't trying to battle, though. And then right um, at the end, he's like, nah, I don't battle. His, <laughs> name, was, his name was Light. I don't know. Some, some Juggalo guy. And he was doing this seminar on how he became such a big deal in the Juggalo world. Oh. And so Mike is sitting oh, in the right. back, That's and he's like... Retard. And he's like, you don't want to battle nobody. <laughs> and security came over at several points, and they're like... You gotta get the hell out of here. And he goes, I gotta press pass. You don't want to battle nobody. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> and so finally they oh, tossed God, him out. Like... We we left. We start walking around, and this is the weirdest thing. I've been to rock shows, rap shows, people fall down, hurt themselves, whatever. People just well, whatever. Mike stumbled on a rock that was in the <laughs> road and fell down. And all these juggalos pop up out of nowhere like the fucking Ewoks, and they're like, is he okay? Can we get him some water? And I'm like, they're so the fuck am I? They, 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 they got the face paint on. You think they're crazy, mother? They're still in white mode. Oh, God. I see. I, sir, sir, are you, uh, sir, sir, are you okay? Can somebody help this gentleman over here? <laughs> they were it's like, he can sit with us. We've got water. It's on ice. And we're like, what the fuck? And then I got to thinking later, I thought, oh, I see what the deal is. If there's a problem, and let's say Mike were to, like, die. Which I was really It's not going to be a situation of one guy dies at Gathering of the Juggalos. It'll be one guy was murdered at the Gathering. And so they're all like, we don't want to get this shit shut down. So if that guy goes down, <laughs> we got water for you, baby. Guy, yeah. black guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, and it was. And it was we're the, ready to go. And the thing is, it was, the, it was the week when I found out I had cancer too. So I was like, "Man, fuck it, I'm gonna die soon anyway." It's my ICP Might as well do it at the ICP Man. show. And what's funny is, and this is gonna probably get me in trouble with several people, but no, you guys tell us who are they are, so we can tell them to this. tune in real quick. You're gonna understand this. We pick him up, and he's on the way there. He's like, "I'm gonna be." The oldest Make-A-Wish kid on the planet. I'm going to get in free to all sorts of shit because I got cancer. He goes, I'm going to beat it because I'm my game. But I'm going to get in for free to all this motherfucking shit. And by the way, I have not used my cancer for anything like that at all. Just to get out of doing shit. Just to get out of doing shit. We get to the Gathering Juggalos and we're walking around doing all this stuff and then at the end, our car, Michael Nagy's car is parked like several blocks away. We're like, we'll just come pick you up because Mike really couldn't make it to the car. He was, whatever the hell they put in the thing that he drank, he's like, I'm fucking seeing nine of you, Jiggy. You know, (laughs) it's like he couldn't fucking walk. So we're walk going through the fair, the fucking fairgrounds here, the fucking campground, and Michael Nagy never gets stopped. But then this one little tiny security guy jumps up, runs over to the car, and he goes, "Where are you guys going?" 
And we're like, we gotta go pick up a friend. He 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 can't, you know, walk, whatever. They go, is he like disabled? Well, and he goes, no. He goes, uh, got stage four cancer. But, and the guy goes, go ahead. <laughs> and so we well, pick up Mike. We pick up Mike, and he's like, you know, still fucked up from this thing that he's drank. He's sitting in the car, and at one point he's like, I, I said, you'll never know, you'll never guess how we got here. So we tell him, and then he springs forward, and he's like, told you that shit works. <laughs> I don't think I was like, I don't think God would ever, like, bless me with cancer, because he knows I'm going, like, to, like... You're going to use it. I'm going to the, ba- I'm going in the club, with, into the bad group of females, and showing them, like, look, hey, I have cancer. Hey, he's going to come walking in with his look, dialysis machine. <laughs> like, like, the whole thing, rolling it, look, but my dying wish is to have a foursome with fine, bad forms. Can we make that happen? He's rolling up to Bank Arena going, I need those pink tickets. You know. I still can't believe people were lined up to fucking buy pink tickets. That shit was out of... Lined up? I was fucking coming home from work on Friday. Because I take the bus, I had to go to the bus station. And then this right across the street from Interest Bank Arena, there was a line, but there was like 12 people in line. I was like, you probably don't need to be in line for this. There's only 12 of y'all in the middle of the goddamn afternoon. It was like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that those pink tickets are still going to be there, y'all. You don't get it. You don't get it. Pink is the greatest American thing that's ever happened. And I love pink. Well, I don't. you guys should go camping. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I love pink. I don't, like, stand in line to buy her tickets. I'm probably not even going to go. I didn't know it was a female for like the first five years. Well, I thought it was Bruce because I hadn't seen Bruce for a Bruce. while. Now, uh, next week, uh, we are going to have more uh, Kush Powers 101, 1028 at Steel Bar, and Mellow versus the Zealous Superstar. Uh, I don't know. He's supposedly going to be here next week with... with uh, with Kush Powers. And uh, 101, uh, we will see you at this show. Mellow, we will see you at this show. Yes, it will be there. And uh, Mike Game will be in the building. And, Maybe. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'm getting a tent. I'm camping out the night before. Like, y'all, like, they got room out in front of Steel Bar. Yeah. They got all <laughs> yeah. this room. So uh, We're actually thinking about having the battles outside. That would be dope. Oh. That's what we're thinking about doing. But I well, know, and I, I, I will, do uh, want to kill somebody on that stage. But, but you know, I project Kush has that little baby voice, you know, he one on one the piece of shit, man. You know, you can't project with that shit, yes. you know what I'm saying? So we, we might have That's why they got a PA system. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that is that. Next week we've got more and uh, looking forward to this. And also, uh, just stay tuned. Download the app. Check us out on Radio Xenu. Thanks to Radio Xenu for... Allowing us to go over time a little bit. And uh, that is that, and we will see you next week. Uh- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.